Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I like it. No, Football like season. I Football like season. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Word. Yeah, give me a little more, Xander. Let's raise it up, man. I'm digging this. Is this is this our new football uh, music here? Uh, I, if it is, man, I'm thrilled. Easy now, guys. I still. You still there? You still there, man? Yeah, man. I think we can rock either one, honestly. Yeah, no, that, that's football right there. That's that's football esque. It know, does so. have a football. John, wait. wait. Barry, you tell me you like that 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 doc you like that doctor's office music we've been listening to since April 18th. Damn. Wow, Gunner. Gunner coming out firing. I know. I'm sorry. Happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, You wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Dude, I'm in a I'm in a great mood. I got a lot going on. A new addition to the family will be here within the next 24 to 48 hours. Okay. I'm in a great mood. Nothing either one of you say to me (laughs) the rest of the week. Can phase me. <laughs> Nothing that is said to me in the chat can phase me for the rest of the week. I'm in a great move. I'm so excited about little Elijah Joshua Massey. Oh, wow. We have the Elijah, name. The full. Okay. Elijah, right. Elijah, Elijah Joshua Massey. Barrett, EJ Massey. Barrett what? Robert. Elijah. Barrett Robert. Barrett Robert. Robert. Barrett Massey. What? Yes. I do not. Here's something I will never allow to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Where I will have to say the name Barrett every day in my house. <laughs> See, Robert, Robert, I can I can shift because if I don't want to call him yeah, Robert, I call him you'd feel Bob, a little bit, but Bob, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. you know. That's my son. Barrett, seven days a week. No, mm. I got here. No, man. Yeah, for your own health purposes, it's yes, probably not the best yes, idea. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. man. Well, welcome in, everybody. Hope, hope you're doing well. Out there. Uh, 
<laughs> off to a roaring start here. Uh, I see everybody in the chat room. What's up, guys? Appreciate you. Everybody, streaming, oh, everybody listening out there. Uh, before we get to everything that happened today in South Florida, it's been a weird morning into yes. the afternoon. Oh, now. my goodness. Yeah, weird. Uh, w- did you guys see the uh, the Jacob sports announcement of what the, uh, what the, what the whole lineup is going to be now? Rolling, rolling, so we have a lineup that's thirteen. That's going to start uh, Monday. That's going to be thirteen plus hours of daily live content. Six hours of weekly game day content uh, is what is what's going to happen. You know that with the post game show, we'll also air on six abc.com with Gunner, with Mike Missanelli, with Devin, with Seth, and Lane Johnson. As if that's not killer enough. But our buddy Jeff Kerr, who does a great job yep. jumping in with us and Birds three sixty five yep. covering the NFL. He's going to have his own show. Good morning, NFC East, seven to eight o'clock every single morning. You talk about a great way to get yourself teed up for some football, oh, man. Nice goodness. and early, boom, wow. right there. Uh, and then, of course, Birds three sixty five with Jody and John McMullen, who's going to be jo- John McMullen's going to be joining us shortly. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Then at ten a.m. leading into us guys is the football playback with Rick Saratella. We had Rick on. Derek, you have the shirt on. In fact. We had Rick yes, with us. Do. Yeah, we were down at uh, the ocean for the yeah the, the gallery, which was the opening of their sports book. That's a sweet That's shirt, right. by the way. Yeah, I like man. that shirt. If um, it's free, it's me. I we know that. Yes, we know that. That is for sure. So we have this week, and just give me some other stuff that we have over you know the, the course of the week. This week in pro football with Pat Callahan. Looking forward to that uh, with Pat. Pat's been uh, around it for a very long, long time. We have the National Football Show with Ancilio after us from three to six. How about this? I like this too. From six to seven at night, rotating. Mike Missanelli hour. Derek Gunn. I might know that guy. Hour. Who? Who? Some guy. Derek Gunn. Uh, Seth Joyner hour. Devin Caney has her own hour. We got inside the trenches with Barrett and Dan. How about that? Monday night, Thursday night. Uh, countdown to kickoff, of course, and then of course seven to eight p.m. Football twenty four seven with John McMullen. Of course, Pat Callahan show is ten a.m. to eleven a.m on uh on saturdays of course we do we have the uh the jacob pregame show from uh live casino resort jacob halftime show jacob postgame show as well so all kinds of awesome stuff man i'm, I'm really happy and proud of what we're doing here at jacob. locked and loaded we're ready we are ready for football season locked all right and loaded. who wasn't ready for football season today yeah, was the miami dolphins they had a non-covid illness uh apparently ripped through the locker room and Barry, you've lived this before. I think it's ripping through me right now. Uh, I, I, they, you have gone through this before where somebody gets a stomach bug, man, and all of a sudden five, well, six, yeah. seven, ten guys have it. So yep. that's the, they, they wanted to err on the side of caution. Yeah, you know, I mean, it actually happened to me. Well, it didn't happen to us. It was the uh, AFC Championship game when we were going to play the uh, Patriots, and they had the virus. They had like a stomach bug. It had like 15, 20 guys. They still came out and whooped our ass. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's supposed to be an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. All right. You know what I'm saying? Eagles against the Steelers, and and, and they came out oh sick. It didn't even matter. Yeah, it, it didn't matter. Like it didn't happen for either team. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, uh, you either know, it happens. When you have yeah. guys around each other that close, man, I think it might have been something like a food virus or something like that. I mean, not, not food virus, but food poisoning or something, because how all those guys just at one time, um, I'm just hoping it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, there's no symptoms right now with the Eagles, but you know, I hope it doesn't go through the Eagles like that. You know, all the yeah, contact really. those guys had together. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping we have a game. I and mean, what do you think about that, man? You yeah, know, that, that I, right I, now look, it's still on. 
Yet yeah. right now we, it is we, still we had the, we had the Eagles cancel a game a year ago with the Ravens because of a turf issue. Yep. Um, uh, as much as I want to see a game, and I mean this for both teams, I want both teams to be fully healthy because we had a virus go through my house back in late June, July. Um, you know, and the first thing you're thinking is, uh-oh, COVID. But luckily it wasn't COVID. It was just a virus, man. And, you know, it hits one person. You know how that thing goes. It hits one person, all of a sudden it spreads like wildfire. And so I don't want to see, any, especially the Eagles, I don't want to see anything that handcuffs their practice schedule, whether on the road or at home. Um, you know, um, so I just hope they, they quarantine this thing. You know, thank goodness it's not food poisoning, first and foremost, because food poisoning is crazy. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, yes. some people, like it hit me for like 24 hours. I've known people that have had to be hospitalized because of food poisoning. I mean, some people battling life and death because of food poisoning. So thank goodness, um, no, Kyle, didn't have the monkey pox. Thank you. And again, you can't get to me today. <laughs> can't, get, can't get me today. Can't, nothing oh, with phase D gun the rest of this week. Nothing. Well, that's, I, I, my wife was in the hospital with food poisoning. So I've, I've, what? It, it is bad. It's legit. It's legit. It can be really, really bad. And, and she was as sick as I've, I have ever seen her. I mean, it that's was crazy. debilitating. Like, that's crazy. Took like three IVs. Like, like she lost what? so much. Yeah. It was, it was bad. It was not wow. good. So yeah, it's wow. real. So I, I don't, I don't take it. I take it very seriously. Wow. I hope those guys get better. But yeah, right now the game's still on. We're going to talk okay. to John McMullen in a little bit. We'll get confirmation of what uh, because Nick Sirianni met with the media before the Eagles had their practice. So the way it worked was the Eagles just had a, a practice today, which is smart. I mean, if, if you deem your guys are okay, uh, why not? You know, yep. take advantage yep. of it and get some work in the heat. Uh, you know, and, and I to me, you, you have to chill a little bit tomorrow have that walkthrough, and then you play a game on Saturday, hopefully. But you're right. Err on the side of caution because there's no reason to force mm-hmm. it other than no, I mean, get, some, get some gate out of it if you're Miami. That's absolutely, about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, man. I guess they got two weeks until the first game. I mean, we're, no, what, two yeah. and a half weeks, right? Yeah, but two – two. well, yeah, you're right. It's uh, – what's today? About 17 days? Yeah, yeah. So we'll say yeah. two and a half weeks. You know, yep. um, that's a lot of idle time, man, to, to – to, not play a game, man. Those, you know, when you look at it, at those two weeks that they have before the game, it's gonna be like Groundhog Day for them because they're they're they're, they're gonna go into their their um season practice mode. So when they go into the season practice mode, they'll go out like when I when I played it was you watch film on Monday, Tuesday you're off, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday your days of work. Saturday you either traveled or or had a um seven hotel. Before the game played on Sunday, uh, I think they think they do a little different now. They watch film. I mean, they practice actually on Tuesday or something like. I mean, it's a lot different when I played. But um, you know, once you get into a routine, they'll have two weeks of routine before they play their first game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be boring, man. Those guys going to be bored, bro. I mean, it would have been great if they'd have had today's practice, but man, they, you know, the starters going to go in with one extra day that they didn't have against some competition. I don't think it changes anything on how they approach this game. They still won't play the starters, but uh, man, that's that that you know this actually means something. I know um, I know Nick Sirianni is like skitzing out right now. Oh sure, I mean because yeah, and you know football coaches, they have so much, everything's planned out, man. And all of a sudden now you gotta you got audible, you know, on uh, on the morning of, and it's it can't be fun, you know, that's for sure. And look, there there are still a lot of guys missing practice for the Eagles. I mean, um, see, that's, Miles Sanders. That's good. It's good in terms of allowing additional healing. Um, yes. I know the guys who are on the bubble, the guys, 
there's guys that already know in their mind because of numbers or whatever the case may be, they're not making this team. Okay, they already know this. They're smart enough to know. But they do want to get something on film, get to the agent, have them solicit the other teams as well. Um, So it's a double-edged sword in this case. I feel bad if they don't get to play a game, but I feel good about the fact that some of the guys, even even the middle of the guys, will get some additional time to kind of heal up a little bit. They won't have to push themselves through a game and possibly injure themselves in this particular game Mm -hmm. because this is the game where it's a free-for-all. Everybody that's playing in this game, just about everybody playing in this game is playing for a job. They're playing for their NFL lives. Yes. They're trying to get it, bro. I can yeah. remember being in that situation. You're trying to make everything you can happen, bro. You know, you're you doing you doing the most. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to cut people you wouldn't even cut. You know what I'm saying? You're, 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 you're trying to just run straight through people, man. You, you could run through a brick wall. Today, right, right. We're dealing with you know these type of stressful situations. You're trying to provide for your family, right? So you right. know you try to you know your career is on the line, and when stuff like this happens, I can go. I can I can only imagine guys going crazy sitting in their rooms, right? Like, man, this yeah, is screwing. Yeah, this yeah. is screwing. I wanted Miami to see me one more time yeah. in practice. You know what I mean? This yeah. is this, this is crazy. Crazy. Uh, so the guys who are out, Miles Sanders still out, hamstring. Josiah Scott's out with a hammy. Uh, Greg Ward with a toe. Kelsey with the elbow. Josh Job is out with an elbow. Uh, Jason, uh, excuse me, Javon Hargrave is out with a toe. Christian Ellis, who is one of those guys who's battling for a spot, is out with a hamstring. So they're the guys who are uh, not practicing today. I, I will ask John about this in a moment, but did you guys see that Sirianni came out and said that Hertz had his best practice all year yesterday? Yeah. Huh? And now yeah. a lot of the reports we got – were that he was okay, but not, you know, it was a lot of checkdowns and whatnot. Yeah, so you know, it, you it's know. it's tough to really decipher what's what here. Uh, no, I, I I totally understand what he meant by that. You know, what he meant is this is best decision making day. And when I listened to um, the interview that he had today, that um, that Hertz had today, I kind of understood it clicked for me why he said that yesterday. Um, he said today in his interview, you know, things are going well for me. I, I like what's going on. It's, you know, he said, I'm throwing to what I see. And that's the, that you need to take that right there. I'm throwing to what I see. So that means his decision-making is starting to get faster. He's mm-hmm. seeing stuff happen and getting the ball out on time. You're not going to always throw the ball downfield. It's not going to always nope. be a 40 nope. yard pass. The little intermediate pass, they've sent a blitz and the ball goes straight to who it needs to go to in time. You know, sometimes, you know, they're saying all, right, all he did was check downs or he threw quick passes. Well, that's what the defense dictated for him to do. Right. That's where the ball was supposed to go. So that's, you know, just because they're not going down the field and his big plays doesn't mean he didn't necessarily have a good day. What he meant was, <clears throat> all right, this happened over here. So my reaction is my my goal is to, you know, throw to where it's supposed to go. They throw a blitz, you throw over the blitz. You get it to the guy, you know, that um, from the space that was just evacuated by the blitz. You know, one guy leaves. If we got somebody there, you get it to the open spot. So I, I, I understand what he's saying. I mean, that you know, that really put me over the top. Like, all right, you know, now I'm really starting to buy into what, what um, what Hurts is going through now. I'm really starting to buy into Hurts' ability now to run this offense effectively and efficiently. Well, that's a big, that's a huge part of the maturation process of Jalen Hurts because yes. the one thing that drove us all nuts last year was the fact that we thought he held the ball too long at times, indecisive with the football in his hands, took unnecessary hits, 
or didn't trust what he saw and took off and ran too soon. So if he's doing all these checkdowns, and let's face it, lock, every quarterback in the league has a multitude of checkdowns if the first stop option isn't open. Uh, before that ball snap, you have to see it and then be it. We say that yep. all the time. You got to see it and then be it. And if he sees now, if he has better uh, identification where the blitz possibly is coming from, and he can look at one receiver or another receiver, and they know they have to adjust the route to help beat that blitz, that's a huge part of the process. You know, and, and there's there's multiple levels of what he needs to do, obviously. But that is huge in terms of a quarterback's development, being able to, to counter-check what a defense is throwing at you. You know absolutely. what? Absolutely. Go ahead, Ben. I, um, you know, I, I, of course, I'm having, I'm having a lot of uh, people coming in and saying, oh, you know, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, Barrett, you know, with Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm, of course, to a, you know, to an extent, you know, I'll be drinking Kool-Aid because I'm an Eagles fan. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the Eagles are my squad. You know, I'm, both, I'm, I'm bipartisan, though. You know, I'm, I'm Eagles and Steelers. You know, saying both of them equally. But Eagles are my squad. That's what I talk about every day. And when I see Jalen Hurts, I see the maturation of a young man becoming what he's setting out to do. He is trying to be a quarterback, not an athlete. He knows he has the ability to go out there and run. But what he's doing now is working on his progression, working on seeing, just like Derek said, seeing and believing where the ball is supposed to go. What's really helping him out is trust. And I told you guys this before, trust. That's a huge word that's, that's, that's probably in the vocabulary right now when they're talking amongst each other, trust. Because at this point, Jalen Hurst trusts the fact that when he throws not a 50-50 ball, but a 70-30 ball to A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. that it's gonna, he's going to catch it. He's going to Debo it. Even if it's bad, he has a more forgiving catch radius. Not, not huge catch radius, but a more forgiving catch radius when he throws to him because – he knows he can outmuscle and outpower DBs or whoever's on him. He knows on the backside or, or wherever Smitty is, he can get the ball to him because he's going to have separation so he can get the ball to him because he will be open. He'll have separation from the DB. It was so iffy last year when he was trying to throw to Jalen Rager when a guy was draped all over him. There was no separation. There was no right. separation anywhere. But when you have a guy that, that, that doesn't necessarily need separation, who can debo and muscle guys uh, from the ball, and then you have a guy that does get separation. It just gives you a better sense of, 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 of trust to get the ball out on time. And then, you know, we're not even going to talk about Dallas Goddard being in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the big thing with me. Trust. Trust will be – they need to get T-shirts that said trust because it, you have to trust that he's going to do it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, we're going to be joined a couple minutes by John McMullen, uh, who is down there in Miami. We'll get the latest on what's happening, how they look today in practice, some of the things that Nick Sirianni had to say, what the highlights were, um, et cetera. I, I, and we'll get into this in a little bit during our football uh, segment here, but find this interesting. So, so Tom Brady will start Saturday night against the Colts. Now, I know he's been yep. out for two weeks, but that's uh, basically Todd Bowles is starting all the starters. Um, different approach than than the Eagles. That's for I don't sure. understand it because his offensive line he doesn't have his complete offensive line. Why the hell would you do that? Well, I mean, whoever, whoever his starters are, whoever his starters are, you got to get some continuity now because now you've lost your starting left guard as well. So who's replacing him? You got to get some of that timing down. It's a risk. It is a risk. But Tom Brady's smart enough. Tom, you ain't gonna get any hits on Tom Brady. Tom Brady will throw that ball to the next county before he takes an unnecessary hit. I'm telling you right, right now, the, right, 
right at the feet of the uh, receiver. Absolutely. He's, yeah. throwing. he's thrown that a many a times. Let me tell you, so that dude's got a master degree in throwing that pass right in the dirt in front of, him, <laughs> uh, of somebody's feet. Tom Brady's not taking a hit, but when you have three-fifths of a starting offensive line that you're trying to get comfortable with, you I hate to say it, you know, because you're going to be playing against a bunch of second, third, fourth, and fifth stringers, but – your line is the most important of the most important entity of an offense. Yep. You know, an offense makes the quarterback, the running back, the wide receivers. And when you are implementing three new guys in there, a minimum. Yeah. You got, I, I see what, I see what Ty Bowles is doing. You got to get some reps with these guys, man. You can't hit their ground running, coming out of the gate off yeah. offside penalties, false start penalties, uh, so on and so forth. You know, get new guys, not understanding the cadence and from the center, Line adjustment calls from your center. I, I, I don't want to put a, a Hall of Famer in there, the last meaningless game of a preseason. In this case, it's mandatory. No question. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening there because the other thing is, guys, and we'll get into this, like I said, there's major injuries around the NFL. Like Whew. major, especially in Tyron, the NFC. What? Tyron Smith. Yeah. And – it, it, they come dangling a second rounder for Andre Dillard. And as much as I don't want to move Dillard, man, I got to think about it. I, I And I know we talked about this yesterday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I, I'm I not moving, Dillard. Say, right, hang on. We'll, 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 I didn't know you just said – I know you didn't just say think time. about a second rounder. Think about it. Maybe maybe, what? maybe Dallas gets real desperate and throws a one-year Bro, way. I know I hate saying a New just York saying, minute, but a, no, a no, Dallas no. minute, a, a Eagles minute, a Philly minute, nope. it'll be done. Nope. Done. You a tra- you make the trade? Wait, you make oh, the trade? Without a doubt, without I'm a thinking, doubt. Well, let, look, we'll debate Ooh. this. We'll debate this. We will get oh, into no. it. All right, All we right. have our uh, our resident South Beach superstar uh, is ready to roll. Uh, the one and only John McMullen, Birds three sixty five. Catch him all over the uh, channel, jacobsports.com. Plenty of Eagles content. John, tell me you didn't catch the stomach bug. Are you all right? That's the first thing we're worried about. Yeah, so far, so good. I am a little worried about it though. I, you know. I'm like, what the heck is going on? They're trying to kick us out of facility. They got construction going on. We got, it, it, it's a mess down here. Boys. Okay. Oh, well, John. all right. So let's start with that, John. So they're they're saying it's it's a stomach bug, non-COVID. Yeah. Went through a couple of the Dolphins players, and apparently the Eagles all checked out. All right, everybody's good to go. Yeah, I think Sean Bradley was down with an illness, but Nick Sirianni said nobody had that stomach virus. So that part of it is positive and. Um, you know, the game is set to go on. So you never know because the NFL doesn't value preseason games the way they once did. But, yeah, I was talking to one Eagles defensive coach that shall remain unnamed, and they were not happy because they were looking forward to getting some some serious red zone work in uh, against the Dolphins. And, you know, you got to work things on the fly, and the Eagles – practice for about 70 minutes then they had a 20 minute walkthrough um and they did the best they could but obviously they were down here early they would have preferred to have a joint practice so john why wouldn't they allow you guys just to watch even a limited portion of the practice even from a distance you know not up close but even from a distance just to see maybe the first oh, we got to watch the practice Keegan. oh you did we got okay watch the intact entire practice and okay it, it was better from a viewing standpoint okay because they didn't let fans in um but the dolphins weren't involved so it's just like we were at an eagles practice just um down in south florida um, okay 
There's and Jeff Mosher and Adam Kaplan, Kaplan and, making an appearance. And Jeff yes. Mosher, uh, yeah. two superstars walking down to the That's facility. Right. I get the <laughs> thumbs up from Adam Kaplan. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we got to watch the practice. And um, the Eagles defense kind of bounced back against their own offense. Uh, and, and they played really well in the red zone. But, yeah, from that standpoint, we, we got to watch. We got to watch everything but the walkthrough. All right. When, so when um, Denard Wilson, you know, told you, you know, he was kind of pissed off about, you know, the way practice went, he wanted to go at it. I again, wasn't Denard. It wasn't Denard. Barry trying to call him out. That was sneaky, man. Uh, I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. Sneaky. <laughs> but, um, that was sneaky. you know, <laughs> but when you, 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 you look at this, you know, and the mere fact that they're down there, um, they're not able to go, you know, with another practice. You know, do you see the reps changing for uh, a couple guys in particular about, you know, going into this game? You know, you think there will be some starters? No, no, they're okay. not doing anything in this game. Nothing. I okay. have that on very good authority. Defense. <laughs> they are doing I'm nothing. They're better they than doing uniform on. They are doing first day install stuff. They are doing the most benefit. If you had a super version of vanilla, that's what you're going to see from the Eagles okay. uh, on, uh, in the actual game. Look, it's important for those um, guys battling for the back end of the roster just to show, uh, you know, from a talent level or even the practice squad because the practice squad is expanded to 16 players. So a lot of these young players that, that get cut are going to get brought back to the practice squad. So. Um, it's important for them, but the Eagles, from a schematic standpoint, they're not going to do anything. All right. So when Washburn said that, you know, he's not going to get a lot of work, and, 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 and oh, that's not that's not oh working either. God. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm trying, man. I'm oh. trying. I'm trying. I'm sorry, sorry about that. Bro. You can't sorry. take him anywhere, John. You can't. We can't take Barrett anywhere. It's unbelievable. Go higher up the food. Yeah. That's all I'll say. All right. All right. This I can actually attribute to somebody, John. So I'm not trying to catch you here. Uh, Before practice, Nick Sirianni met with you guys and he said that he thought Jalen Hurts had his best practice of the season yesterday. Yeah, that Uh, was nuts. Yeah. Are you surprised? Because, again, a lot of what I saw was he was okay, but a lot of check downs and nothing real special. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I'm, I'm with you, Rob. I'm like, that's not his best practice. What are you doing? I think it was a little bit of a, a pushback against some of what you read and some of what you saw. Mm. From a coaching standpoint, though, maybe it's a positive from Nick's standpoint because he's taking what's there instead of forcing the football. So maybe those checkdowns were important from a coaching perspective. But when you have a splashy player like Jalen Hurts, Uh, He's made some spectacular plays in the summer. Um, Yesterday, by anyone's account, other than a coach, from a technical standpoint, that was not his best practice. But maybe it was from a technical standpoint. Maybe he was supposed, in other words, maybe he was supposed to check down, and he did check down, and the Eagles coaching staff likes that. So from a decision-making standpoint, maybe – you could argue that, but certainly not from a, a big play standpoint. You know what that is? That is the continuation of a head coach uh, building up a young quarterback's confidence. That's basically yeah, that could be it, too. To. That yeah. might be, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. but I don't think he had a terrible practice yesterday. Right, right. I don't think anybody said that. I just think it was sort of run-of-the-mill, sort of pedestrian. I, I saw one ball go 15 yards down the field, so 
Right. You know, I don't I don't know how you could say that was his best. Well, I mean, I think it was more so because, you know, what the defense is giving you. And, and and sometimes those big plays come to the detriment of what the offense is trying to do because, you know, I mean, if, if you're trying to go down the field and you run plays and it's not there, that's where they get the sacks from. That's where they get, you know, the, the plays where you know, guys trying to force them. So, I mean, I understand that aspect of it. But I think for the most part, you know, you're looking at – his ability to go out there and run this offense. Did you see the offense clicking? You know, I mean, run game. Was it going? Was it was it going? You know, in a, in a in a stable manner, or was it being choppy? You know, what I'm saying like, all right, you know, this drive is stopped here. You know, was it a seamless transition throughout? The, well, you know, I, I you know, today I I don't today was like all every team period almost was in the red zone, and then they did a heavy. Uh, they did a a late start at the 25 with 40 seconds left session. So everything was sort of on a condensed field, um, makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, and the defense probably got the better of the offense. So it'll be interesting to see what, what Nick Sirianni has to say about this practice. They had full um, pads on? Um, yeah, they had pads on. It was a high intensity and, and they were working. So, okay. you know, they had planned – to have a real joint practice. So they tried to keep it as much to that. Um, they just probably went a little bit shorter than what they were going to go. Um, and they tried to get the red zone work in that they had planned to work for against the Dolphins. Um, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why you're here. Why? One of the reasons why they were disappointed, they wanted to see somebody else. They, they know sort of what their own defense and offense is about they wanted to test that against somebody else unfortunately they didn't get to do that today hey john uh slay back at practice no issues from yesterday we we, we know he left yeah. a couple times yesterday yeah no issues whatsoever so it might have been oh it's really hot tyree kills out there let me get out of this a little bit early <laughs> um, yeah hillitis yep yeah yeah yeah, I saw, I we saw that play. Saw that play. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Play on Twitter uh, where he was one on one with uh, Tyreek, and you saw you know, his James, angle angle roll a little bit, and I'm thinking, man, woo, that that was scary. Yeah, you know, James Bradbury was back uh, today at practice for the first time in a while, 
and he started practice, but he didn't finish practice. So we have to keep an eye on that to see mm-hmm. where he is. Obviously, he's not going to play anyway on Saturday, but it was a positive development that he was out there, and then all of a sudden he wasn't out there. So hopefully he didn't tweak that uh, groin he was he was dealing with. Mm. Well, yeah, who are you looking at? Oh, my yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead no, Barry, it's okay. Bro. It's all you, man. Go ahead. Who are you looking at um, for this next game that, you know, you're going to focus on, you know, say he has a legitimate shot of making a 53-man roster? Well, it's going to be some of those uh, defensive backs. Uh, Unfortunately, Josh Job, who I think is still going to make the team, uh, is out right now. So I think that hurts a little bit. Um, uh, Grant Calcaterra I'm going to be interested in because he missed so much time. Um, with his hamstring issue, but now he's been back and he's and he and he keeps showing up at practice. I asked Nick about him today, and you know that's kind of a tough decision because you know they think they, but he's a pick. It's not a, a premium pick. They like him, but he hasn't been out there that much. So what do you do? Do you default to Grant Calcaterra? Maybe they do if he has a big game in the preseason game and shows he's completely healthy. John, who, uh, other than what some of the things that Sirianni said, what was your sense of just the players today where they just kind of ticked off at the circumstance? Cause I, I know Brandon was in the middle of the huddle before things started saying, you know, where are they at? And, you know, maybe he's just typing up his, his teammates or whatever, but did you get a sense? It was kind of like, yeah, good. I don't think ticked off as much as, you know, it's hard to re- yeah, it's hard to refocus yourself. You know, you're getting hyped up for that uh, Jewish practice. It's a, it's far more competitive to be. Um, and then it was tough to scale it back down. You got to go and practice anyway. It was more of a, you know, how do you get that, that effort level up to where it needs to be after being disappointed a little bit? I think it was more about that. Hmm. That's fair. So what's the game plan tomorrow? Is tomorrow off a walkthrough before Saturday? What what is uh what's the rest of the week look like for the Yeah, year? tomorrow tomorrow's a walkthrough in advance of the game. Um, if there is a game, and again, I given there's no belief right here right now that there's not going to be a game, but I've seen too many things happen mm-hmm. uh over the past couple of years in NFL with preseason, if this keeps going through the Dolphins, the stomach virus, you know, who knows? So you got to keep an eye on that. But uh, right now, as we stand here, they're planning on playing the game. So the Eagles are preparing for their walkthrough and then it'll be game day, game day on Saturday night. Uh, so last so, one. Uh, go Derek. So John, how do you spend your rest of your day from, move, from moving forward from here? Uh, well, I got about 87 more hits to do here on Jacob Media. No, I got football 24-7. I got, uh, I got writing to do at jacobsports.com. I got writing to do at Sports Illustrated. I got a lot of stuff to do, guys. And I can't Stop get a slacking. That's a lot of checks there, Stop bro. Stop slacking, John. It's a lot of checks, man. Yeah. Hey, B. Brooks, you got more checks than anybody, bro. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. There you go. I love it. Uh so, lastly, John, who stood out today? Anybody look good at practice? Anybody jump out? Anybody catch your eye? Yeah, Avante Maddox. Uh, Darius Slay had an interception. Avante Maddox had an interception. He showed off his vertical leap, which he does. every. He had a one in earlier in training camp where he's got like a 40-inch vertical. 
Mm. And he went up to get it. Uh, he was really impressive. The defense really bounced back. Fletcher Cox steamrolled Isaac Sayamalo for a big loss at, at one point. Uh, defense really bounced back today. So it was definitely a, a defensive tilted uh, practice uh, and a very short one and a very intense one for the Eagles. All right, John. Well, listen, man, keep up the good work. We appreciate you hopping on and uh, keep us posted if you're hearing anything, you know, any any news or anything like that. But thanks for your time today. Appreciate you it. You do, bro. All right. Yeah, John was breaking right, up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, John. Yeah. Catch him, uh, jacobsports.com, all the other hits that he's doing throughout the course of the day. And of course, every day, Birds 365. All right. So here's what we, we didn't even get a chance to really get into everything we're going to be doing today. So Jason Avant's going to be joining us at two o'clock. Looking forward to talking to Jason. A little later, we'll talk some Phillies. Bryce Harper's at it again, guys. I, I mean, I, this this is just unreal. Actually, can I even say it's unreal? It's just who he is, I guess. The status quo, man. Yeah. Talking about the what, MVP, man. What's status quo? This, dude this is, is ridiculous. He's on a different planet than everybody else exists on. So we'll, we'll get into that, some of the things that he had to do. Will he be up sooner than we thought? But when we come back, we'll continue with the Eagles discussion. Guys, they get to cut this thing down, man, uh, to 53. Uh, third, pretty soon. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, man, yeah. five days away. Four, we'll get into that. And, and, and get into the question of whether or not the Eagles are, are legitimate Super Bowl contenders and some of the other you know, teams that they may be vying with here because there's a major injury for the Cowboys, which we teased a little bit, Barrett. Yes. We'll get into it because this is a, a big blow for Dallas, which we'll talk about. So a lot to do. You don't want to go anywhere. We will keep it rolling. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek, Barrett, Rob on this Thursday. All right, let's talk a little finance. Let's talk a little principal and my man Jim Murray. It's difficult finding the right person that you trust with your finances, with all the hard work, with your future, right? I found the right person. It's Jim Murray. He can help you investing. He can kind of alert you to things, trends, all those kind of things. That's what he's done with me, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you need help with your employee benefits, they're all the things that he can help you with. And if you're not really sure, you can call and just get a consult. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k roller with Jim, and I couldn't be happier. And you can be too. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Hi, Derek. Uh, no, I, saw Derek pe- no, I saw people saying that uh, my camera seemed a little It looks flat. out of focus to me a little bit. What about now? It does look out of focus. I mean, really? I, I like it that way because, I mean, I ain't got, you know, no fault. My fault. Man, sorry. Shut up. I'm, I'm shut it's up. still, it's still I, out I of focus, so, I believe. So sorry, you think so? Ahead. Out of focus? I no, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like the It could be the are. sunlight. That's what it is. It's the sunlight coming through this window. Uh, I'm yeah. at the close. Uh, Next segment, I'll close it. All right. All right. Uh, so we just wrap things up with John McMullen. And, and if you're just tuning in or you're just hopping on with us, the big news is uh, no open practice today between the Eagles and the Dolphins. The Eagles still practice. It's it's on the Dolphins side of this thing. Stomach bug, non-COVID. Uh, it seems like all the Eagles are fine. I don't think the Eagles would have taken any, any you know, steps to practice if there was any issues out there. So they, they erred on the side of caution. Uh, and they practice. They're off the practice field. They're already done. They'll have a walkthrough tomorrow and then the game on Saturday. So that's kind of where things are. They do have to cut the roster down to 53 Thursday at 4 o'clock, guys. I, you know, it's – it's. I guess I'll start with this, Barrett. Is, are there any – are there going to be any surprise names for us come come Tuesday? Like, like anywhere you're, like, blown away or is it going to kind of be the usual suspects in your estimation? I think it'll be the usual suspects. Um, one name that, that might come up in all seriousness, you know, and I I, I don't believe in my heart it to be, but I, I must say that Jalen Rager, man, he might be that guy. He might wait, be, wait, might be what uh, guy? He might be the guy that might get cut, man. <laughs> wait, I mean, wait, 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 hold the phone. Go Whoa. ahead, Derek. Go ahead. No, I'm not I'm not gloating. I I I, I want to see Yeah, you are, but still, yeah, no, no, are. no. I want to sit here and listen closely to why you changed your strategy because, you know, like the Mason Dixon line, you and Rob were consistently over here. I've been over here and I'm just, I'm curious. I want to make sure I, I understand exactly why you're, you're maybe 
hesitating in in your 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 former belief? Uh, it's, it's more so their attitude towards winning right now. I mean, they're go they're going all in on winning. They are trying to go out there and find you know a way in which they can you know win a Super Bowl. This is this isn't just a playoff team now. I think their their mindset is they're going to win right now. You know what I'm saying? And they're good with, with the people that they have right now. And if you can't carry your weight, you're just, you just, you know, you just weighted baggage. And I think at this point, Jalen would be weighted baggage. Now I don't know whether it's gonna be um, you know, uh Covey. I don't know if it's gonna be Kane. One of those two are gonna make the team. If not, both of those guys are gonna make the team. Hmm. Uh, I, I I think Kane has done enough that you have to consider him, you know, a, a top five wide receiver on this team. He is a top five wide receiver. If you're going to keep five wide receivers, the best five wide receivers, you have the four we all talk about. That's Brown, right. That's right. Uh, Brown, Smith, Watkins, and Pascal. They're, they're the best four. But then after that, you have to go Kane. Then you go – you may go Rager then, you know, after that. What, what about Greg Ward? I know people cast him aside as they do every year, but I never count out Greg Ward. I know, but his, his health <clears> is an issue. Right now, he he's out with a toe. Yeah, yeah, he's out. You know, so he's going to be on the practice squad. You know, he's going to be on the practice. I just, I, 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 I'm with. I still think Breger makes it, Barrett. I know what you're saying. Um, I, I don't think Covey's done enough, honestly. No, he, he hasn't. hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't. You know, and and that's why I said Kane more so than anything. Yeah. And then you keep Breger just because he's a return guy. You know, I mean, that'd be the only way he make Covey just hasn't done enough. But this roster is starting to be built that they can't have any excess baggage. If they're going to compete for a Super Bowl, you cannot keep a guy on a squad just because he was a first-round draft choice. Mm -hmm. It's just not feasible to win, um, to have a winning nucleus going forward. You're only as good as your last player. And I think Rager is the last player on the roster. If he he made the squad, he would be number 50. Well, he'd actually be like 60. But if he made the roster, he would be number 53. Interesting. I think Covey. I think Covey. They look at his potential and say, "We, you know, we got to put him. We got to get him on the practice squad, especially with the expanded practice squad. We got to give him the practice squad. Give him some more work. There's potential there. He may not be our return guy, punt return guy today, right? But we can get him up to speed. He could be that return week two, week three, week four. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I hear you, Derek, that, and that's um, fair. Yeah, uh, I, I think. I think the, the good, the best thing about this for every team is you're no longer pigeonholed with a limited practice squad. It expands, right. so you get to keep a few more guys. Now, obviously, other teams can pick your players off, but at least you have that option of having more depth for emergency purposes. Yeah, and yeah. I like. Yeah. I think it's smart the NFL did that. You know, why, why? Who cares? Like, why you? Why do you have to limit the, the? Why did you have to limit the practice squad that much? Well, you, you know, know what? It, it wasn't. It used to be. You know, you can only be on your first two years of your career. Right. Right. Yeah. Two and a half years of your career. I mean, like, and if you played, if you became a vested veteran, you couldn't be on it. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, when I first got in the league, I started. So I, I was never eligible for the practice squad, um, you know, after that. I mean, okay. after I started at that first year, I could not, I couldn't be on the practice squad. I was Is that never right? eligible for it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yo, you see there... Dan Cilio. Cilio says $7.8 million dead cap money. On Rager, no way they cut him. I agree. What was uh, the cap hit on? Is it seven point eight? 
I would have said that. Oh yeah, let me see that. Until I, till I heard, till I, till I saw them have a cap hit of thirty-four million dollars for um for um for uh, the quarterback uh, for Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. I mean, thirty-four million dollars. That's seven point eight because they're going and they're ship chasing. I don't know if that really makes a difference for him right and now. Maybe I'm looking yeah, at I, it wrong. I, don't either. I, I got a I got a cap hit. I thought it was 1.8. I got a cap hit. Well, well, the, the butt's a bonus. So he's gonna make his base this year is 2.4. Okay. Uh-huh. Cap hit of 4.2. Dead cap hit 4.2. Okay. I'd eat that 4.2. Oh. I'd eat that. But uh, I, I, man, I, all right, maybe we'll look, we're going to know in five days. I still think I'm going to stay. He's still going to be here. I'm going to stay there. I'm going to stay there. But let me, let me ask you this and we'll get, we're going to do a full blown NFL talk segment in a, in a little bit, but um, Tyron Smith, Cowboys tackle uh, is injured again. It, this has been his history, especially like, so guys, let me give you this real quick with him. Last year, he missed five games with an ankle. The year before, with a neck, he missed 14 games. The year before, ankle, neck, three. The year before, neck, three. Back, groin, knee in 17, three. Back, knee, three in 16. Ankle, he missed a game in 12. He's missed a lot of time. He had yep. a severe hamstring injury yesterday, which – He said he ripped it. Yeah, he ripped – which See, he man, ripped the hamstring, man. Oh, man. my goodness. So I he's that, out. I, I thought fast people just did that, Rob. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, and by the way, Dan, I agree with you. It's still – that's why it, it, I think they're going to keep him uh, in, in part over $4 million. I agree with you. Um, so he's going to be out significant if he comes back, okay? If Dallas comes a calling and they offer you a two, would you do a two for your backup left tackle? Woo! I agree. I love you, Dillard. Hey, man, have a great time at Dallas, bro. Woo! You know, you know. I'm not trading Dillard. I'm not trading Dillard to Dallas for a box of Kleenex. Of all teams, <laughs> I'm not trading him to Dallas. Mm. No way do I help Dallas in any way, shape, or form, especially a guy who knows <laughs> your offense inside and out. Oh, and can yeah. give Dallas all kinds of notes on your offense, audible calls, formations. Heck no, I ain't trading Dillard to Dallas. I trade Dillard to a team in the NFC that's not on the Eagles schedule, or I trade him to an AFC team. I am not trading him to Dallas. Dallas can't get a, a, a roll of toilet paper from me. Hmm. Nothing. I got to think about it too, man. And, thank and you, thank look, you, I, nothing, I have been of the mindset everybody gets hurt in this league. It's rare you get through a season clean. You To have a guy like that as a backup is huge. But if they're throwing that kind of – that's a premium, premium pick your way. I Derek, I hear it you. Is. It is. I loathe doing anything to assist the Cowboys. Like, to me, this is what you also have to weigh. You're playing them twice. They're the team you're chasing. They kicked yes. your ass. Kicked yes. your ass the last yes. couple of years. To the tune. Check, check to the yes. Check. To the tune of 92 to whatever it was. 47. 47 check. Check. So if you're really trying to take them down. Are you better off not moving him to them because you want to take them over in the interim rather than what a draft pick could turn into? Now that I'm saying it, I'm talking myself out of it. I'm with you, Derek. I'm <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Not and doing this, it. And this Sorry. is how how this is how how Steve Gunn. No, no, I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh, what, what was, uh, 
Mm-hmm. I, I forget the, the the actor's name in Gone with the Wind when he said, "Frankly, <laughs> I don't give. Frankly, a, my dear, I don't. I give don't a give a damn. damn. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or was it Frankly Scarlet? I don't. I give don't a give a damn. It's yeah. Gone with the Wind. He is out of here. <laughs> They are going to take a second round pick. That, that yeah. was yeah. gone with the wind reference today. Yes. Okay. There's yeah. a whole there's a whole lot of ports Diller could dock in other than Dallas. <laughs> I ain't that, that ship can sail. Uh, it's a right price. That ship can sail. I think it's fascinating, dude. That's a big time offer if that gets dangled in front of you, man. That's Bro, not an cannot, easy one to pass up. You you cannot take away from that. You know that wasn't. What, What's that doctor's name? His name Rhett Butler? Or what's his name? <laughs> I love that you're still talking. Yeah. What is his name? What, right, I don't, let me look it up. Hold on. It is, look uh, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a. Yes, yes. That I'm telling you right now. That's that's exactly what it is. He Rhett is. Butler, he is. Um, Rhett Butler. Yes, yeah. Rhett Butler. Yes, he is. The, I mean, it would be, it would be. Front page news and everything, man. I'm telling you right now. There, there would be like me and you coaching against each other, and I just give you my whole playbook. Right, right, right. I'm not, and, I'm not Dallas. I'm not helping Dallas, bro. I'm it light. cringes. Me. It, it I'm makes light. my, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, makes I, I my skin help. crawl. Yeah, bro, I, need te- te- I need a tetanus shot even Look, thinking about this. Bro, I'm, I, I, feel, I, I, I see, I'm serious, man. I might help Washington. I mean, now, that, now the Giants are in dire straits for linemen. I might help the Giants because the Giants ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I'm not worried. Right, Derek, I'm not as worried about the Giants. I would think about the Giants harder. Dallas, yes. Dallas just Washington. Barrett, can I'm you on see that Dillard fence. stoning that the Eagles' defensive line in, in twice, and you're saying to yourself, "We gave them them. They could have a turnstile there." Imagine, yeah, back. imagine Zeke Zeke going around that left side, and you all of a sudden you see Dillard mowing down your linebacker. And yeah, then yeah. mowing yeah. down your safety and lead yes. to a touchdown, because I'm coming Bro. back to you, Barrett. Your fault that they traded him to Dallas. I'm coming right Bro, back. Bro, my to skin, you. my skin is crawling. I'm getting skeevies. I mean, I, it's it's almost like you I'm what skeevies? skeevies. <laughs> yes, and I'm like you know, it's just oh, it's, it's oh. the worst thing. But I'm just Bro. being real. I'm being real, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you again. If they dangle a second round pick, he is. Out of here! I get Barrett. I get you. Okay, I I hear you, and I, and I almost I, I was like I was like being swayed. I flirted, but then the thought of Dillard actually going there and helping them beat the Eagles, I oh my god, it hurts. Exactly. Not I'm like if Dallas if Dallas was dumb enough to trade a first round pick or a high second round pick for Dillard, you know that's that makes you salivate. Any other team in the NFL, even another team in the division in the NFL, I got to grab that. Well, like, once again, Dallas, once again, Dallas. Yeah, in all actuality, we we owe them too. We owe them right now. Are you owe, owe them what? What do you mean? Because Smitty, them? the reason we got Smitty, we got Smitty, we got um, Devontae Smith from a pick we traded with right. the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. I don't know. Da- I don't know Dallas nothing. Da- <laughs> oh Dallas! But, and Dallas they also nothing. jumped. They jumped in front of the Giants. They screwed the Giants. It was yes, how- it was yes. a classic Howie move, and both yes. they took them. So it was great. Yeah. Oh, oh Dallas. Yes. Well, and we only thing we owe Dallas is a couple of butt kickings. That's the only exactly. thing you owe Dallas. I owe Dallas nothing. This is a perfect segue into this, guys. So here's the question I have. Are the Eagles really Super Bowl contenders? Like legitimately, because they couldn't beat Dallas last year. Dallas smoked them. 92 to 47 was the combined scores. They're three and three against the NFC East last year. A down NFC East with the Giants in Washington. Okay. They play Arizona, Dallas twice, Pittsburgh, Indy, Tennessee, Green Bay, North. Like, are Ooh. they legitimately Super Bowl contenders with the, with the Green Bays, with the Rams, with the with the Bucks, with the 49ers, the Saints, et cetera? 
Well, I'm going to tell you this. Let me go first. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say not necessarily because of everything that happened with the Eagles. I think it's more so what happened with the NFC. Man, they let Devontae Adams go in Green Bay. Yep. That's huge. Yep. That's huge. Um, you look at the Rams. They let one of their major pass rushers go to, to, to um, the, bill, the uh, Bills. They don't have, um, you know – their be, you know their second best receiver anymore. You know Odell left. He well he's not back yet. They haven't signed him yet. He's still hurt. So I think they've come down a little bit. I think um, Green Bay has come down a lot on the offensive side of the ball. They got old men running routes for him right now. Watkins, that's their you know best receiver right now. Yep. Wait, oh uh, man, they got a bunch uh, of young kids running receivers. They don't have any old men up there. He's cussing them out right now. They ain't doing nothing right now. I'm talking about right now. And when I look at the division. Yeah, I think the Eagles' roster is tit for tat with just about anybody in our division in uh, in our conference. I don't see anybody right now, just with the exception of the Rams and and um, Green Bay, because of their head. I mean, because because of their quarterbacks, would be the only determining factor why I say everything else is virtually you know neutral as far as you know who's better and who's worse. I think the Eagles' roster stacks up with all of them, with the exception of the the one that matters the most, the quarterback position. Let's but there's no now. way you can say, yes, yes. The Rams, the Rams, Allen Robinson, and Bobby Wagner. Uh, okay. Arizona, no DeAndre Hopkins. Green Bay's, got a, Green Bay's got a bunch of kids running routes, but you got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's see. Tampa Bay, we don't know which Jameis Winston is going to show up this season. No, no, uh, mean, uh, I mean, New Orleans. I'm sorry, New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. New, uh, Brady's got a picket fence offensive line. Minnesota has firepower on both sides of the ball, but I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's wide it's open. Doable. Except for the Rams, it's wide open. Because yeah, I think the Rams. Is, nobody repeats. Like, I, I know I'm saying that, and it makes no sense. It doesn't. It, it doesn't, really, right. <laughs> right. I know it's not applicable, like, to what their team looks like. But the last time a team repeated was the Patriots in the mid-2000s. So the it's last, been a really yeah, long time. The last time a team won back-to-back NFC East championships was back with the Eagles back in, like, 2002. Right. 2003. 2003, yeah. So, you know. I, I, I'm not telling you necessarily. I'm not saying the Eagles are the favorites. I'm not saying that, but like it, it's way more doable than the. If we were having the same discussion in the AFC, then we wouldn't have this discussion. They're not in the conversation, but they're in the conversation with the NFC. But look, look, I mean, the stream is the, the stream, though. They, now, big picking. I, I can't. I hate it, man. Yeah. I hate it. Look, man. big picking. Hey, Tampa Bay, you need a lineman? Line, lineman <laughs> on line one. Tampa right? Bay, Ta- you need some help? Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. the, the Cowboys, the Giants. the Giants. No, no, no. Uh, you, no, no. Take the Cowboys out of the equation. Take Cowboys out. I'm out. just saying, like, there are Take a lot out. of teams right now that are starved for, for and, and Dillard's legit, too. You're not getting some I stiff. Give, I give him the Giants. Bro, I give him to the and Giants. And they can ask. They can ask top dollar. Yeah. Because everybody that's left, yes. the Eagles organization from the offensive line that started, is playing paying dividends right now. Look yeah. at what's going on in Indianapolis. Yes. Look what's going on with the Detroit Lions. Um, what feet. was the name? Look, look what happened. It, it's two players that were in um that were that were with the Eagles. Uh, what was it? The, the tackle we traded for the guy from from Mizzou, and now he you know he's out of the league. But um, Kelly, Kelly, yeah, yeah he he hung around. Oh, Dennis Kelly. He, 
Dennis Cal, he's in he's in Indies, Indianapolis right now. Yep. This yep. is stick up time. Yes. That's what you're doing right now. Yes. Yes. I mean, you can ask for you can ask for a king's ransom. Here's because what I do to said, Dallas. Like it or not, Dillard is a starting left tackle. Here's what I, I do for Dallas. Dallas, uh, you you really need him, right? Yeah, I feel for you, man. I know you hurt him. Okay, what do you want to give us for? Psych, you ain't getting nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I would think about no. it. Look, here's what I'm doing. I'm I'm shooting crazy high, and if you don't get where I need to be, then no, then we move on and I keep Dillard here. And it's it's I, I but I I get your point, Derek. I honestly do with Dallas. I, I don't want to help doing. them in the least. I want that. It. I want to cause them as much pain as so I. So you so you guys want to pull a nets. You want to pull a nets on everybody, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just, just yes. throw that number out so high yeah. that you just can't obtain. Yep. Oh, we're, right. right. we're keeping Garnett. Yeah, we're, there we're you keeping, go. Uh, uh, Durant, Durant, yeah, Durant. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're, we're anybody keeping. except Dallas who who might be dumb enough to bite on a, an exceedingly high yep. request. Hey, Andre, look at man. We wanted you here for a long time because you know Lane's getting up there, and you know we love our tackle rotation. But you out of here, bro. Yeah. But come to Dallas. I hear Dallas, it. let me tell you something. I wouldn't well, even you, give you sippers if you offered me a second round pick. Uh, <laughs> I, I would drive him. We can you make that trip. I could fit him in my my Toyota, uh, my, my Honda Civic. We can make that happen. Yeah, gun, you make a valid point, man. That you know, Lane, Lane probably got what about two or three more years. He said he wants to be here at least three more. That's what so, he tells me all the time. They are, there's no way they can keep Dillard for no. You, you, that's no. the other thing. You you have to you have to look at it like my lot is still really young. Uh, this is all insurance. You know what I mean? Like this is all in case yeah, somebody goes yeah. down. So the other tricky thing with Dillard is he really doesn't like playing the right side. Yep. Yep. No. Yep. No. He no. He's not. Co- oh. Oh. John Dickerson. One of the few times that I acknowledge you since you've been attacking me for the last <laughs> couple of days. Dallas gets the same as D Gun's co-workers get barbecue. Nothing. <laughs> Amen, oh. brother. Amen. Oh. I'm with you. John, don't <laughs> encourage him. Okay. <laughs> Amen, bro. Preach it, John. The only time I'm gonna acknowledge him. John today. That's Unbelievable. It. <laughs> we can't have anybody backing the no food band. That's not right. That is not right. No, Dan oh. Dan Sills asks, do you think they can beat the you know the Rams or the Packers or the uh Tampa? No, uh, probably not. I don't. Um, but I don't. I, you're, you're assuming that they're going to be meeting those teams in it's even an NFC Championship game or the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, things could go screwy. There could be injuries that could happen. I'm just saying, with the teams that that repeat, that generally get back, even if you think about it, other than the Patriots under Brady, how many times does a team does a team just continue getting back to the Super Bowl? That rarely ever happens, right, too. Right, right. Um. So it's tough. It is not an easy thing. And, uh, and but I I'm just Rogers- telling you. I think Rodgers is going to be more dangerous this year because he's got more speed at his disposal than he's ever had before. Maybe. Look, I I don't discount that. I'm just saying um, as far as the division goes and the conference yes. goes, it's a right. lot more doable than the other. Like if the Eagles were in the AFC West, if the Eagles were, you know, one of these, uh, no, they wouldn't have any prayer. It's not even a conversation. But There's 15 other it, teams in the NFC other than Eagles, 16, 15 yeah. teams. There's only 14 of them I would consider trading Dillard to, plain and simple. 14. I, I hear you. you. Know who, and you know who that 15 team is, Mr. Brooks? I'm not even considering right now. You know who it is. <laughs> Bro, I, did, I the mere fact that we're having this conversation about Dillard, we're having a conversation about Rager. Two first-round picks is damning enough. Right. But if you can get, you know. A third, a third. 
of the competition uh, compensation for him? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's an interesting co- – I, I think it's a really good debate. I really do. I think it's food for thought. And don't think that there aren't those conversations happening right now because they 100% are. 100% are. That's 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 just what Howie does. He's going to exhaust Howie, every opportunity. Howie, 24-7. Right, twenty four seven. There is Glute he's either taking there. them or making them. Okay, <laughs> don't kid yourself. It's going I, I like it. I like it, man. We're having this conversation, man. But I mean, we can't get we can't get two wood niggles for Rager right now. So I mean, I think he's going to be on the squad, even though that's a four four point two hey. million dollar cap. Hey, boy, be careful what you say about Rager. Now he might come at you on Twitter like he did John Clark. Be careful he now. Did. He can do be that. Careful. He can do be that. Be careful. Be he, careful he what he's saying. He can come out. He can come in any way he want to come. He yeah, can I, try I, to say any way. AJ Brown can live on Twitter. Uh, Jalen should put the put it down, man. Put the phone. No, down. I mean, I, I'm, I'll tell you the truth, man. The only reason why I feel Jalen Rager is not playing up to expectations is how he approaches the game. Yeah. He should look at how other guys are attacking practice. Yes. AJ Brown yeah. attacking practice. Smitty's attacking practice. Yep. When I watch him, he's not attacking like others. He's not finishing plays. He's not coming back for the ball. He's not running full three through routes. He's faster than what he's playing at. Mm-hmm. He's faster than that. That young man has so much talent, man, and it irritates me to no end that he's not taking advantage of it. Yeah, That's I, my better, only problem. He's, he's got not the, taking advantage of it. He's yeah. got the best role model in the world every day. Right. Just to watch A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is is 24-7 going as hard as he can at every drill. Absolutely. And man. the dude's established. He got paid. Bro. Jalen is hanging on by a thread, and the approach maybe isn't great. It hasn't been good enough so oh, far. I, I, I love these Jalen Rager comments today from Mr. Ellis and Mr. Brooks. I'm loving it. I'm loving no, it. I mean, I'm just being real. Like I, 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 I tell, I tell, I, I, tell any, I tell any player that has a problem with what I say, all we have to do is sit down and watch film. We ain't got to watch game film. Let's yeah. sit down and watch practice film. If we sit down and watch practice film, I'll say, I'll give him exactly why I said what I said. I'll make an example out of what I said. I said, all right, look at this. Watch how A.J. Brown attacks. He attacks the route. Mm-hmm. He attacks the defender. He's coming back with a vengeance. He's out-muscling people. If you look at his body type and look at Jalen... Jalen Rager's not far off that build. Oh no, he's built. He's he's built. There's yes. Jalen Jalen yes. Rager is, is, Look, is you, a big boy. He is a big you, dude, man. He's ripped. You sacrifice your body, mind, and soul as a young athlete just to get the opportunity yes. to play in the best professional football league on the planet, and you live the dream of being a first round pick. And you have the opportunity to make some serious money. A.J. Brown would be my best friend 24-7, seven days a week in terms of I am soaking everything I can get from him in terms of what do I need to do to turn the corner to elevate my game. I would follow J.J. Brown around everywhere, to the grocery store. In his, I would crash his home. I would do everything possible to absorb as much information as possible from an A.J. Brown. Yep. Like, Barrett, like Barrett trying hey, to get Vince, to a family a gun party. One of those just to, you know. All right. See, Rob, now you're talking crazy. You talk, you're yeah, talking you're crazy right now, Vince, Rob. You're right. 
crazy. But look, I'm, crazy, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I see this young man being in a position where he has, uh, uh, you know, his pops. I played with his pops. Me and Monte, we were in the same year, right. same draft class. He should be picking his pops' brain as far as seeing how it is to be a pro because, you know, if you go out there and you attack practice, it it, it overflows over to, 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 you know, not just practice your everyday life. When you attack things like that, it becomes unconscious to you that you do it on the field when you're playing. Mm. But you have to prepare yourself in practice in order to do it again. That's why it's going to be so easy for A.J. Brown to go out there and play at a high level. It's going to be so easy for Devontae Smith to go out and play at a high level. It'll be so easy for Darius Slay to go out there and practice, I mean, uh, play at a high level because they approached practice like his game type situation. That's why Smith, I mean, uh, uh, Slay always talking trash right. because he's preparing himself to do it. Brandon Graham, he practices every rep like it's his last, especially That's right. now. That's it, was right. almost, it almost was his last. He's attacking Twilight of his career. Right. Rain Johnson. I mean, you you can tell everybody's everybody saying everybody's saying this. It's great that Lane Johnson and Hassan Reddick have been battling each other all practice because iron sharpens iron. They go full speed every time they're on the field with those reps. Mm-hmm. So when they get in the game, it's going to be easier. When I play for the Steelers, the reason why we fellas that we can win a Super Bowl is because we fellas that we practice against the best players in the world every day. So when we got in the game, it was easy. Oh, bro, you are not better than Joey Porter. You're not better than Casey Hampton. You're not going to go against a safety that's more unique than a Troy Palomalu. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You're, yeah. you, 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 you practice against guys that are all world already. So when you got in the game, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell to go out and beat me because I didn't already played against a guy day in and day out, Aaron Smith. You name it. These guys, you know, can you imagine trying to get to James Ferrier every single play? True. Man, I find myself True. pulling around the corner trying to get to him. He running. I'm like, man, dog. I get in the game. It's easy. I'm like, yeah, right. He's sitting right there for me. Yeah. Because James was so fast. Foot was so physical. Those guys played at a level that's up here. It's rare that you have a co- head coach that used to get pissed off and was trying to cancel practice because we were going too hard in practice. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, it makes sense. Uh, good good discussion there, guys. Uh, uh, all right, so we come back. We'll dig a little bit deeper into the NFL stuff because the injuries don't stop with the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants had a big one yesterday. And oh, they've been probably the most injured team in football, right? I mean, I, I don't no think question. there's much question there. So we'll, yeah, they, we'll they, dig they, into they're, that. They're calling my phone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barry, you got one more in you, man. Right. Um, a, a, a retirement uh, as well. We will uh, – I'm going to oh, read you a Hey, the Giants just put another player on the cart today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's scary. All right, well, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let now I'll let Rob I'll let Rob pronounce his name. I don't even want to try to. Oh, great! His Thank you. Uh, what are I'm looking for? at the video. I'm looking at the video. They put this dude on the cart now. My goodness. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, when we come back. I, I, I last yesterday I did week 14, thinking it was week 13, or I don't know what I did. But when we come back, we'll actually do week 14. Uh, of the NFL schedule. I, I jumped ahead a week. I get a little too excited for myself. You don't want to be doing that. Uh, so we'll do that when we get back. We'll do it with some Phillies coming up at 1.30 as they beat the Reds, and Harper might be closer than we think. 
Uh, we've got all kinds of other stuff. Jason Avon at 2 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. We've got plenty in store for you. Uh, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett, Derek, Rob, let's talk pro-action restoration. Yes, they are the best in the business. Whether you have a home, a business, a property of yours, if you experience water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it across the board, they are on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I've gone through it. I've experienced it at my parents' house, older folks. They weren't able to clean the mess up. I called ProAction on a Saturday. They got over there. They cleaned it up. The crew was unbelievable. It was cleaned and done. And we'd have any more issues after that. And the price was very reasonable. ProAction Restoration is uh, licensed, bonded. They're fully insured. They ser- they've been servicing the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Just a reminder, whether it's water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, even something you're not sure about, give them a call. They can handle it. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging today. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, on this Thursday, Friday Eve, as we like to call it. Derek Gunn. Actually, Gunner, it looks better. You're, well, it did look better for a second. It's, it's kind of in and out. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, you're muted, too. My, my end is clear. This is weird. because It looked darker. It looks darker, too. Did you, was there a light turned off or something? It looks a little hold bit on, Hold on. How dark. I, I can't know. please anybody nowadays. What the heck? <laughs> I like torturing him, man. It's uh, it's fun. He um, he, he, he does he have it on his the main um camera? I, I think Xander's working, working to try and. Are you on the main it. camera, bro? Hold on, let, hold on. Gunner, is it your main camera? Because sometimes when we have a pre-show meeting, it looks like that, and then you go to your main camera, and then it looks good. I don't know. Barrett's suggesting yeah, that too. Is, what did what did Barrett say? I didn't hear your main camera. Is it your main, is camera? Your main camera? No, it's the no, no, no. It's the um, Logitech camera, the one I always use. Okay, you okay. sure. Well, look, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's it's on. It's on right now. I'm looking at the light. We'll figure it out. Plus, uh, I'm looking at my return. The return is clear, so I don't know what the heck it is. All right, but well, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. No biggie. All right. Uh, so, uh, am I going to attempt to pronounce this name? Yeah, let's take a shot. Uh, <laughs> Here we so go. So, Giants <laughs> lost an outside linebacker, Aziz. Ojulari. Yeah. Aziz Ojulari. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. Pulled up lame, running mid-practice sprints. He missed the early portion of camp with a hamstring injury. So I don't know if it's a recurrence of that, guys. He had two trainers walk him off, basically, very gingerly, I might, hey, I might I add. To see that. I hate to see that, but he's one of their major pass rushers, too. Yeah. You see the uh, – You see the, did you see the video I sent you guys? I mean, he's got – Two guys helping him off. He can't even put weight on the leg, so it, it looked bad. Yeah, yeah, it looked it looked bad, and and they have been destroyed so far. I mean, they lost Colin Johnson, it's crazy. Who, who, who was stepping up as a receiver for them because they had so many other receiver injuries. He's done for the year. He tore his Achilles. Actually, watched them play a little bit in the uh, in their preseason game. The other was it Sunday night they played, whenever it was. Um, and they're down, what was it, seven, we counted, offensive linemen yesterday? It's, it was six offensive linemen. And two uh, on the pup. Yeah, two on the pup, two DBs, two linebackers. Now it's three linebackers because um, Aziz Ojalari uh, was a um, linebacker. He was actually their pass rusher. Um, three receivers. Uh, like I said, two DBs. Man, welcome, I mean, to, welcome to being a head coach, Brian Dable, you know. Walking wounded, man. This, this, the man. I, I, I hate, I hate that to happen, bro. Cause yeah, you know, it's just. I'm it, with you, Barry. I, 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 I don't like. I don't root for injuries, man. I don't. Yeah, I, especially you know not with players. You know, I, I don't like seeing that, man. You yeah. know, as a player, I went through that. You know, my last year that I, you know, I didn't play because um, I ripped my quad muscle from my kneecap, and I can remember. You know, that's just the worst feeling in the world. Everybody else is doing things, and you know, getting ready for the game. You're sitting in the in the in the training room uh doing rehab and trying to get better man but i mean i, I kind of knew that my career was over with after that man because at, at least got, you were you had gotten a decent amount of years in at that point right Not that right right it, but these, one of these Bowl guys too you know and it's like yeah i'll sit back like all right um somebody half your size half your age right couldn't come back from this i'm like all right that's a, that's a hell of a thing to tell me Somebody, you know, sitting on the ground on the field at the yep. time of the injury. Yeah, but, you, you know, told that story. I can't believe your your trainer said that to you, man. I, I just, I should have punched him in. Should have punched him in the back of his head. Yeah, nah, exactly. man. I mean, 
Dr. Brad is a good dude, man. So that's why I said it. In fact, Dr. Brad is the one that did Carson surgery on his knee. Oh, mm, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so a couple other uh, odds and ends. J.C. Treader, who uh, had had a nice career. He ended up playing, Great I think, player. 10 years yeah. Uh, yeah. in the NFL. And, you know, he was a good center. He was a really solid player. He's the NFLPA president. Uh, he retired. He went out on his own terms. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. said he set a goal for himself when he was – you know, in, in high school to play in the NFL, he did it. Uh, he had a good run. He's had a lot of injuries, and he's just ready to walk away. So it's it's time. Guy went out on his own terms. I give him props. You hear so many more players nowadays talking about quality of life, something we didn't we didn't hear much of before the CTE scare uh, began to surface. And you know, there there's been a few players that were that were pr- taking like second, third, fourth round picks that, that bowed out after a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. They didn't well, feel the look, risk. It was worth the reward. Look at Patrick Willis. Yeah. yeah. Patrick yep. Willis, he, yep. he, he yep. retired the height of his career. That linebacker only sure played did. two years. Sure Started did. for 49ers also. That was, he, uh, he, was, he, was like, he was a second-round pick from Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they projected him as a starter. And you're right. Yep. He walked away after his second after He had some year. concussion issues. Yeah, he, yeah. he just said, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not risking this. It's not worth it. What about life. Luke Keekley? Yep. Kyle Katerra. Yes. Yeah, did the same thing. He's like, you yeah. know, I can't go through this. And then decide to come back to the league, but right, I mean, come back yeah. to play. Yeah, no question. But yeah, I mean, that's the hardest thing when we sit here and we're, you know, Andrew to, Luck. You're right. Great example. Yeah, Mr. Taz. That was three years ago. Yesterday, I believe. Uh, yeah. was when yeah. Luck announced that. Uh, How do you know something man. like that, man? I read it. I only know – no, I don't know that. Listen, let me be, I'd be fair. I should lie and be like, I just know that on the top of my head. I, get, I read some you can't, Because he told us, Barrett, he has no hobbies other than no, watching TV. No, actually, I read something that on that one the other day, on that one. Um, and so uh, you, you look at it, and that's why this – I think football is the hardest sport to project in some ways because – there's so many injuries and does yes. it hit you with a key guy or is it somebody you can survive? Do you have enough depth? And one of the good things the Eagles do have going for them at, at least in the trenches, I think is depth. I don't think they have good depth at cornerback and uh, safety. I don't think they're good there, but I think they have really good depth along their, their offensive and defensive line. I think they have enough depth at backup quarterback to survive for a couple of games. I don't think right. he's a starter. Right for a long-term thing, but I think you could survive a couple games with him. Um, so I think from that standpoint, at least in that ties into our Dillard discussion too, but I think the Eagles are uh, ahead of most teams, you know, when it comes to like, we talked to Jordan Raynon the other day from the giants. And one of the, the ironic thing, he said, man, if they have any kind of injuries, they're done. Like they have no depth yeah. at all. Right. Yep. And they have more injuries than anybody else in the NFL. And, and their season's probably likely doomed already, which is crazy. Bro, it's crazy that we won a Super Bowl. We're kind of the walking wounded when we did. Yeah. You know, that's when you say that that it was the stars just aligned and, you know, the moon was in the right place and the sun just hit us yeah, the right the sports time. gods were saying, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I yeah, agree with Yeah. I, I, I just I, – I was having a conversation with a couple people yesterday about Eagles' depth and all this stuff, you know, and – and they were talking about how Tyreek Hill was doing this and doing that. And then A.J. Brown turned around and said, all right, then, well, here's your best player, Howard. And um, he just ripped him for a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? Big catch on a, a bomb, a touchdown. And he actually beat Howard on the play. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, if you watch the film, Tyreek Hill and, 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 and Slay were step for step. Yeah. It's just he and stepped on his foot. I mean, it was actually good and, and he rolled his ankle. 
Yeah, it wasn't like he was beating. He was yeah. beating them like that. It was actually step for step. Great coverage. It's just their feet got you know uh, messed up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But yeah. then when you watch Howard, who's their best corner, getting beat by um, Devontae, by AJ Brown, and Devontae a couple times. Yeah, see, I'm like. You got to put all of them up. You, you, you just can't just paint one. Scenario. That was AJ Brown's point. Like, yo, yeah. dude, you, you know what? Show mine too. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Well, you know, I got into a debate. Who has the better receiving core? I'm gonna ask you. I'll pose this to you guys. Who has Ooh. the better receiving core? The Eagles or the Dolphins? I'm saying the uh, Eagles outright. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson. Because because of, because of Tyreek Hill, I'm say Tyreek Hill. Nobody tracks a ball better in the game today than Tyreek Tyreek Hill. I said uh, and, I said receiving core. Yeah, okay. Not best okay. receiver. Jayla Waddle's a great receiver. You didn't have anybody throw him the dog on ball. Jayla Waddle's a great great receiver. Bro, I, all right. So let me let me put it like this: when I when I look at their roster, yeah, and I pose player for player, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown. I, I gotta go. I gotta go with um, Tyreek Tyree Hill. Kill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Just from the speed aspect, but as yep. far as skill asset uh, aspect, you know, I think they're tip for tap. Yeah, I, I think it's a fifty-fifty ball. I'll, I'll take AJ Brown, but the 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 possibility of a home run is so big with with Tyreek. You and hit Tyreek Hill on a slant. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. Right, right. But then I go. All right, then Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith. You cannot say you mm. cannot say Jalen. I go Devontae. I exactly. Devontae. Exactly. So who's after that? Cedric Wilson. Or 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 Cedric. I mean, yeah, Although, Cedric Wilson Cedric Barrett, was a receiver who was very behind. Last year. Exactly. With no quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. I'd still, I'd still lean Devontae though, Derek. I would lean yeah, Devontae. Devontae outright. I'm, yeah, outright. I'd say that's a, to me, that's a push. I'm saying push right now. I'm not gonna okay. give it one, I'm not gonna give it to one or the other. Cedric Wilson versus uh, this is where I think the, that's an advantage. Dolphins, but now, you, so you, you don't forget Cedric Wilson's buried behind, you know, uh, um, Amari Cooper and, and then Cedric Wilson, CD played, Cedric Wilson came on at the end of the season like four games. He wasn't doing that all year. So you okay. like you like you like Quez and or Zach yeah. Pascal over. Well, I think their numbers. I think their numbers are, are, are similar. I mean, <clears throat> compare their numbers. And why I said the whistle was blowing people out of the water. No, uh, 600 yards receiving, 13.4 yards per catch, and six touchdowns. Right. For a number three, they're, they're good numbers for a three. Right. Yeah. Um, and, I think that one, that one, I probably go Wilson, but it's really close. Yeah, really, really close. Then you go, who's next on the depth chart now? Let me look at the Because Watkins is a different, you know, he's a home run hitter. Yes, he's a different animal. You know, he's a guy that you go, you know, take it out of field deep. All right, then you go. All right, who do they have now? Preston Williams. Yeah, I don't not know who that discuss, is. Yeah, like they're they're four. Trent Sherfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Muhammad Sanu. His he, better he, days he, are behind 49ers. him. Yeah, I mean, the only reason he's there is because of, um, uh, Mike McDaniel's. He was with the 49ers last right, year. Right, right. I'll tell you After what's that, the Eagles. The Eagles. Barry, are, you know, it's an interesting one too. And I, I would go, I would go Dallas Goddard because he's more complete. He's yes. a blocker too. Yeah, Gusecki's a really good pass catching tight end, yeah. but he's a glorified receiver. Well, let me tell you this: Gusecki was running with the threes in the last preseason game. Right, he's right on the edge of being cut right now. Cut? Yes. Well, he ran. Cor- uh, yeah. He ran. The- he ran three quarters of the game the last game they played in. 
the, the coach the coach came out and said the report is false. And now, of course, coach could be lying. You know, coaches do right. lie. They lie all the time. Dallas Goddard's way better. Way better. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I would go Goddard. And he's more complete. He, he, I, I still like Gusecki as a receiver, but he's not – He's not the blocker. He's not the complete tight end that Dallas Goddard is for sure. Then, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. I, they're saying that they're no. I, I think our team is more balanced than their team. I think we have a better quarterback than they do. We have a better offensive line than they do. Running backs, I think we're tit for tat with them as far as running backs. They may have a little more speed when you look at um their ability, to, you know, to take it to the house. They can definitely wait, take. You it got to the Chase house. Edwards and my wait a minute. Chase Edwards, Raheem, Raheem Mostert, Mostert, and Sony Michelle down Michelle. there. That's, that's good depth, dude. That's yeah. a great trio of backs right there. Yeah, I tried I'm to stop before you guys. I'm sorry. It. I got it. I'm, I'm going Dolphins yeah. on that one. I'm, I'm going sorry. Dolphins too. I'm going yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're but offense, offensive line, insane. I'm taking the Eagles. Offensive line, I'm taking. No right, question right, about right. that. No question yeah. about that. Yeah, that's a good. It, look, it's an interesting debate with the, with those two teams. It, it is. It's an interesting debate. I think. defensively, defensively, it's not even close. It's not even close. Our defense is hands and feet better yeah. than them. Yeah. You know, our Slay, Slay against, you know, their best player is Howard. Howard, Xavier and Howard, yep. I think, you know, Slay is better than he is. Uh, defensive end as far as, you know. Um, Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins. And uh, Obagda, Ogba. Yeah, Ogba, Emmanuel Ogba. Then um, you have J- Jalen Phillips, Miami guy. Yeah, young kid, yep. Yeah. Um, who's it like he he's he'll play the role sort of Hassan Reddick plays, right? To then, uh, Byron Jones, Byron Jones, I, I, I former I would, cowboy, yeah, I, I would put Bradbury ahead of him, okay. And their safeties are Brandon Jones and, and Javon Holland. Just uh, guys, interior, just guys. interior, you got Raquan Davis, uh, as, as your as your nose. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a handful. He's a handful. <laughs> but hey, so is so is uh so is Davis. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I, I, look, I, I I'll take the Eagles slight lean. Yep, yep. I go so, Eagles. I mean, it, it's um, tiff a tat, man. It's tiff a tat. Yeah, and they're look they're in a, they're in a tough division. You know, you got Buffalo, you got New England, who I know we talked about earlier. Earlier, we talked about quite a bit the last couple of days. Um, they're in a tough division. It's not gonna be easy to get out of there. Uh, very, last year, very tough division. They were weird last year. Do you guys remember wh- how it went with them last year? Yeah, like they won their first ten and lost their first. Yeah, I mean, so their last seven or something. No, they so they won their opener against the Patriots, seventeen sixty, uh-huh. right? Then after that, they lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think one, two, three in four, a row. In a row. Then they rip off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row. Then yeah. they, they lose one, win one. Like, what a weird year. And, and right. Yeah. It, it's strange. And during that time, we were talking about, you know, the, the owners like, you know, uh, the, you know, we want you to lose. And, and the head goes like, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're not yeah. losing games on purpose. And that came out like midway through the season. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. Know? There was, it, who knows what the heck was going on behind the scenes there, man. I mean, it was strange, very strange situation with that owner who I, I guess is he. I don't know. Did he escape he all this stuff? No, he's suspended for six games. Remember? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And they got fined. Games. And the yep. PM fine too. Yeah. yeah. So yep. that's kind of where things are uh with that. All right. Uh oh, let's let's go through quickly. Let's do the uh the redo of week 14. So Thursday night, Raiders Rams. Very good. Good start. Browns Bengals. 
Eagles, Giants, Ravens, Steelers, the Dolphins and the Chargers, the Bucks and the 49ers. Sunday night is the Chiefs and the Broncos, and the Patriots and the Cardinals is Monday night. So um, you know what my surprise my surprise game is going to be? Yeah, Raiders, I mean uh, Titans, uh, Jaguars. Because I really mm. believe that I think I think Doug had those guys going in the right direction about that time, and I think the Titans be going in a different direction. They'll be going a lower direction. So it, it'll be, it'll be, they be passing each other at the same time. One's going up, one's going yeah, down. I can buy that. So Jacksonville is going up, and the Titans are going down. I can buy that. So that's gonna be a good game. Um, Chiefs Broncos. Woo! That's gonna be awesome. Sunday night, baby. Sunday night. All right, which game you guys watching? Miami Chargers, Tampa 49ers, Kansas City, Denver. Oh, oh, I think I might have to go. Uh, you can only watch one game that day. I'm going Bucks 49ers. Yeah, Bucks 49ers. Bucks 49ers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right, man. Browns, Bengals, is, that's going to be a dog. Well, fight. especially yeah. you know, uh, Watson should be back by then. I mean, in in back for yep. a, a little while now. Got his got a little rhythm going. Um, and then Raven Steelers is always just a bloodbath. Absolutely. You know? And then um, the Thursday night game. You talked about it, Rob. Um, the Thursday night Ooh, game is a winner. Raiders Rams Ooh. in L.A. That's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a class man. of the Titans, also, man. Herbert, so yeah, Herbert Carr. Oh no, I mean, yep. I mean uh, uh, Stafford. I mean Matthew. Uh, yeah, Stafford Carr. Yeah, Jeez. Stafford Carr. Hey, speaking of that, tonight is. It, I know there were games last year, but uh, we we got two tonight, guys. We got uh, Packers Chiefs tonight is is the is one that's oh, on man. NFL Network, and then the other yep. game, 49ers Texans is on uh, Prime Video, mm. uh, Amazon Prime. You know, I'm I, curious to watch the Texans just to see how bad they are. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to see. I'm sorry, but I I just want to see. I want to see exactly what Lovey Smith has walked into. And I don't even know if their starters are playing tonight. Do you think he gets any sleep? No. Uh, could no. that beard get any whiter? I, I mean, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> no. No. And that beard, that, he is Santa Claus, man. It is yeah. crazy. No. That, no. That's that's. I'm working towards that, man. I'm, I'm trying, you know. <laughs> so I'm working towards it. Dude, top. my wife, my wife, my wife refuses to allow me to grow a beard because my beard is completely white. I hear she you. Goes, she goes, I'm not walking around with somebody who looks like my grandfather. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. I just love you. Take it down a little, man. You know, I don't know. But Look, Lovey uh, said he, he's earned, he's earned that white beard with all he's been through in his life. He went to Illinois. Everybody thought he was going to turn around Illinois. Illinois could yeah. do nothing. No, no, no. Love you. Got out of it real quick. You got back to the pros fast. I'm done. I'm done with this. Well, you know, a lot of it, I think they're going to stink, but a lot of it hinges on they, they believe they think they found a gem in Davis Mills. I think they have, though. I think he's pretty good. I think he was okay. He was okay. You know, amidst a a lot of nonsense last year, he was pretty decent. And he had a receiver catch a thousand, thousand yards. Brandon Cooks was a thousand yard receiver on that offense last year. Yeah. What a weird career. He's moved around a lot for a productive guy. Yeah, for a first-round pick, he's been all over the planet. I mean, why? He can't stick anywhere. But you don't hear, at least I don't, like that he's just awful guy and you got to just move on from him. No, no. I don't hear any of that stuff. I don't don't quite get it with him. uh, The fact that he couldn't survive in the Saints offense with Drew Brees. I know. That's a red flag right there. And he was at the Rams in that offense. Yeah. You can survive in a Rams offense? 
I don't know. My I don't goodness. know. I don't have an answer. I, I really don't understand it. When you got that kind of speed and you can catch it too. Strange, strange. All right. Uh, two o'clock, Jason Avant's going to be joining us. We're looking forward to talking to Jason. Jason was great the last time we had him on. So we will talk to him about anything and everything when it comes to the Eagles, the NFC. I'm curious where he stands. Would you move Dillard yep. for a two? Yep. So we'll talk to Jason about that. Uh, a, a little bit later in the open talk, this is really cool. I don't know if you guys saw this. Jeffrey Lurie is auctioning off. Did you guys see this? A midnight green Tesla, his midnight green Tesla. Yeah. For the for the Eagles Autism uh, Foundation, so we'll talk. Right. We'll get into that major injury in the NBA for for a young dude, major yeah, injury, which we will discuss. Uh, I got a good, uh, yeah, good on this date for you guys. Good birthdays uh, and a good uh, couple good movies as well. So we got a lot of good stuff in store. We come back, we'll talk a little Phillies as well. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Thursday. Let's talk Razor Technology. Data is everywhere in business today, but when it's locked in in a way in silos, it can be efficiently used. All right. And businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision making. Razor Technologies data management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for strong interpreting and distributing it to decision makers. Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible, and they help businesses of all sizes and discover types where they can be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. Learn more at Razor Technology, 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online, razor-tech.com, razor-tech.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. 
Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Network on this Thursday, providing three hours of power. All right. Talked a lot about the birds, talked a lot about the NFL. Weird day today with the canceled practice, the open practice, because some Dolphins players were under the weather. The Eagles did still practice, um, and they will chill tomorrow. Game on Saturday, at least right now, doesn't doesn't appear to be a cancellation of the game. So that's kind of where things are with that. We talked uh, NFL and some of the big injuries, some of the major injuries, and how maybe there could be teams come a calling. Uh, by the way, let me just throw this out there. One name that's being being thrown around in Dallas is Eric Fisher, former offensive lineman with the Chiefs, if you remember, very high pick. Uh, he's right now out of football. Apparently, according to Ed Werder of ESPN, he's turned down nine different teams' offers, but he would go to the right place. So uh, maybe he's an option. Some people have said Jason Peters. Yeah, he was in um, – he, he was actually in um, – he was in Indy, wasn't he? Yes, Fisher? yes. Yeah, his last he stop. Yeah, he was hurt bad. the entire season, though. So Yeah. Uh, and he, he kind of underachieved. He turned himself into an okay player, but as high as he went, he never lived up to the to the billing. Of He's orders. like the number two pick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he was serviceable, not right. special. But Can't is he an upgrade? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He might be from their backups. Not an upgrade, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Derek, you're, mute, you're muted, bud. Um, if, if you had Jason Peters and Eric Fisher, I mean, it's an upgrade. I mean, Jason Peters – is beyond his prime, that's an upgrade in Dallas. You take yeah. those two wily veterans and put them on a Dallas offensive line, Yeah. if, big if, you can keep them healthy, <clears throat> that's an upgrade. I hate to say it, but that's an upgrade in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, so keep your eye, you know, on those your, those two names. Who knows what may end up shaking out. I think Dallas is definitely going to make a move. They have to. There's no question. All right. Phillies win 7-5 over the Reds. They're up 3-0 in this series. They're doing. They're dispatching a bad team. They're doing exactly what they should be doing, guys. They're uh, now 69-55 and 55 on the season. They've won three straight. 15 hits last night. Six for 16 with runners in scoring position. I'll tell you the key for me in that game last night. Christopher Sanchez gave a good outing as the yes, starter. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, six innings, three runs. Take it, man. Take it all day. Um, <laughs> you you got you got to mix and match. You got to you got to do what you got to do right now and cross your fingers that no nobody else on this pitching staff goes down. Oh my like, goodness! Who's, 
Who's Christopher Sanchez? Well, he all he did was come in. He gave you six quality innings. You're right, Rob. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he the way the bats were popping. Oh, were they ever? I, I mean, you know, again, Real Muto, Real Muto's been amazing over the last month and a half. He goes three for five last night, home run, double, uh, drove in another one. Um, he's he's just been nothing short of remarkable what he's done. Castellanos, two more hits. He's got a 14-game hitting streak. There you go. Good guy, Derek. Um, Gene Segura, three hits. You know, and all the while, guess what? The guy who was just up the turnpike continues to rake in, in his rehab assignments. You know, ho-hum, three more hits for Bryce Harper. He's got five in the two games that he's played. I mean, how about <laughs> listen to these numbers for Harper in the in the two rehab assignment games. Five for eight, two doubles, two home runs, two walks, six runs driven in, and a walk-off two-run RBI double last night. I don't know. What sounds, like a couple, sounds like a couple of bad games to me. I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's just say it right now. Is there any doubt he plays Friday when he's eligible to, to, to play? No, no, no. Why would no, you Why would you keep no. him in the minor leagues? No, no. When he's doing that, exactly. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, if he tells you my hand feels good, okay, Bryce, did like get in the car. Like, let's go. Yeah, you, you, you'll, you'll be here Friday. And, and what, they have a weekend, they have a weekend series uh, – they have a weekend series Pittsburgh. with another practice squad team to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you get acclimated. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I agree guys. I think that's going to happen. You can ease them in with Pittsburgh, huh? Just ease them in. Even if you want it. I know he doesn't want this. He wants to play every day. So maybe this would be out the window, but DH him. yeah. Well, DH him Friday, maybe sit Saturday, DH him Sunday. I don't yeah. know. I mean, whatever. I, I think he wants to play. So um, they're 47 and 26 under Rob Thompson. Let me ask you guys, is it crazy that he gets manager of the year consideration? No. He should. He should. You know, I think the guy in Baltimore, Hyde, has done an amazing job with them. Yep. I yes. give the guy tons of props. But you got to think about Thompson. I mean, considering where the Phillies were under Girardi to where they are now, it's night and day. He, he took over a team that was spe expected to blow people away that was struggling to stay above the Mendoza line. And all of a sudden, the light switch went on once they got a change in direction. He has been incredible in terms of being a strategist, when to alter his batting rotation, who to bring in a pitch hit, the pitching staff. I think he has to be in the, in the conversation. If they continue to do this the rest of the way, he has to be at the top of the conversation for manager of the year. There's no doubt in my mind what he done. What's he? What he's done has been incredible in terms of turning this this team around and getting these guys to play to their maximum potential. It's a great point. And you look at it now, guys, they're two games up for that second wild card spot on San Diego, who lost yesterday afternoon to uh, to Cleveland. So he's – um, look, it's it, the transformation. And, and really, I know how bad it was against the Mets, and it was bad. But they're 64-41. and 41. They're 23 games over 500 against teams other than the Mets. Yeah. You know, they played really good baseball for the most part. Yes, they have. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he's done a mask. Just like you said, done a masterful job, the way he's moved guys around. I mean, Segura coming back, putting him at second, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, I, I'm just in amazement how those guys just, just, just latched on to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, you know, it's not usually, you know, you don't miss a step when you change. They, they high jumped the step. So there's no, uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Oh, there, there it is. Oh, so say, hey, hey, guys, looks like I'll be going floundering tuna fishing on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, 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 it's a, it's a Barrett rehab assignment for what? his tooth. What is that? 
Is that what's going on now? Yeah, I got a rehab assignment. It's just good for They're the bringing me up. They're oh, bringing okay. me up. Okay. <laughs> He's going to go in there and crush it like like Bryce Harper did at uh, Lehigh Valley. What so that they means you have the writing. To, I need the at least five fish caught. Um, you guys know all the terminology. Here. Yeah, well, of course. You know, I'm going to okay. catch fish. They just got to be big enough. That's all, okay. you know. Flounder, you got to be 17 and a half or 18, something like that. So, right. Oh, is, is, that what, is that what it has to be? Okay. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good so when are you two going out again? You two haven't been out in a while. What's going Derek on? should. Well, if, Together, it wasn't, I mean. if it wasn't for his grandbaby being uh, born, I, I would tell him he, he had to, he had to come out with us, you know, at least tuna fishing or flounder yeah. fishing. I have yeah. uh, fished a grand total of four times this summer. Um, I've been on babysitting duty, not babysitting, but grandkid duty off and on all summer. I have come to the realization that um, my 17 rods and reels sitting in my garage right now um, are just going to collect dust until next spring. I'm yeah, done. I'm probably done. Yeah. Especially with the new edition coming. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And then oh, football right. season starts. We got all the pre and post game shows going back to Atlantic City every week. <clears throat> you know, that's a two hour drive, which, yeah, you know. You're actually um, close. You're actually close to Sea Doc, where we, where we where Doc really. Going, so we're me and the yeah, captain are at. Yeah, but Sleep yeah, but when boat, I'm, man. But once, but, yeah, but once the football season starts, when am I going to get to a boat? When? <laughs> when, Mister Brooks? I'm working seven days a week when football season starts. Even travel time going over there—that's work. You got to always find time for fishing. Find time. For uh, you, in the past, yes. Before, yes. but now. Look at that. You, the captain gives an open invite. No, look. See? I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I would love to be out there catching some tuna, especially the way my wife makes uh, fish tacos. Uh, tuna? Ooh, Are you bruh. kidding me? Yeah. What? All you right. Do. So if I that if I'm uh, if I'm giving out uh, yeah a managers uh, manager consideration, uh, yeah. I, I would go Dusty Baker in Houston. Uh-huh. I would go. I think Frank Kona's done a good job in Cleveland uh, to get he, them where he they're has at. again. Yep. Uh, I would say Buck Showalter deserves consideration. Absolutely. I hate, hate to do it, but yes. I know. It hurts. Absolutely. It does. It hurts <laughs> saying it. Uh, Snitker's done a good job at Atlanta again. Um, yeah, I, I, you, you know, like I wish you go Dave again, Roberts. They, the, all, the, all the, the, Angels, the Dodgers are so loaded. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm slow to give them credit, I guess. Maybe I should give them a little bit of love. Um, I, oh, you know, I wanted to get to this in the NFL section. Let me, let me just swing back to it real quick. What do you, if you guys had to attribute why, and I know he's been out the last two weeks, whatever it's been, why would Todd Bowles start Brady and all of his starters in this third preseason? Game? I don't get that to save my life. He hasn't been in yeah. football shape for two weeks. I don't get it. I understand they need the reps. I, and I said off the top of the show when we discussed it, I understand you wanting to get to the starting offensive linemen, some top of the reps, whoever your starting offensive line is. Yeah, new group. But yeah. but my number two quarterback is playing that game, not not Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, see, there there are a few quarterbacks in the league that don't need preseason games. Period. You're not seeing Aaron Rodgers step on the field, even though he has to get continuity with the whole group of receivers. Yes, Mister Brook. Oh, okay. I, I thought you guys were saying that you know Todd Bowles made that decision. No, 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 no. That is not Todd Bowles' decision. It's That's Brady saying. Yes. Brady is saying, "Look, guys, I need some reps. I need to play." It's not Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, like, bro, you ain't got to play. No, I right. I'd rather you not play. But, 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 you know, Mr. Brady's like, no, I need some reps. I want some full time reps. Let me play in this next game. 
And yeah, the, exactly the, the only thing that, that, that I could add to that is because Belichick usually played Brady in preseason games back in the day in New England. Right, right. Maybe, back. maybe this is Tom saying, this is the way I did it for years. This is what I want to do. That's exactly what it says, you know. Yeah. If he didn't want to play, he would have, Jimmy, uh, Jim G, you're right. If he didn't want to play, he would not play. Tom is saying, look, I need the reps. I need the playing time. Give me some reps in this next game. I know you don't want me to, but I got to do it this but way. But the dude hasn't practiced in two weeks. He hasn't practiced in two weeks. Bro, he had that, bro, I know a lot of NFL players that don't even go to camp and wait till the first week of camp. Yeah, uh, a, a, I mean, exactly. the, last, the last week of camp and then go yeah, in Je- and just play. Jesse Bates just did that in Cincinnati. Yeah, And I've never understand, understood that mindset. You're going to hem and haw. You're not going to show up for off-season workouts. You're going to wait until the final week of camp to show up, sign your tender. And then, well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm banking on myself. I'm believing in myself. Yeah. Well, what kind of message is that sending to your teammates? So if you're supposed to be a leader on your team, what do you, what do you, yeah. what, I mean, you, you're making $12.9 million. Don't you want to be out there and be in the best shape possible? Have you not been watching the injury wires <clears throat> throughout, th- throughout training camp all summer? Dudes are these dropping are like flies left and yeah. right. These guys are different. They're built differently these days. I don't bro. get it, man. I don't yeah, get they're it. Built differently these days. They did it. They feel as they can just go out and you know it's just like tying their shoe or riding a bike. I'll just come right in, and he, and, and basically he's gonna come right in and start. He is, although oh, for that although, kind of money. Yeah, although started. the rookie, that rookie they drafted last year in the first round, what's his name? Dax Dax Hill. What Dax? Yeah, uh, Dax Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kid's yeah. been balling. Yeah. That kid's been balling in preseason, yeah. man. I'm yeah, telling yeah, you. So. Yeah. Um, but see, but then again, here's the other side. Let's say Bates, you know, once once the regular season starts, his contract's guaranteed. He goes out the first game, gets hurt, he gets almost thirteen million. That's yeah, you know no, saying? it's true. I can't be mad at him. Can't be mad. But, but the I, thing I, is, though, man, nobody thing, making money. And maybe maybe Bowles is just doing this to make it look like it's not just Brady in the offense. They're starting all their starters. In fairness, yeah. I mean. Well, correction, everybody who's healthy as a starter will play. You're right, of course. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I, look, ultimately, I'll, I'll say this. It's kind of like the discussion we had about Belichick. And, and because we were yesterday we were talking about it, we're saying, they, this feels like they're going to be bad. But you never know because it's Belichick. Brady knows himself better than anybody else. If Brady is is adamant that, hey, I need this game just, just because I'm not going to be playing in t- for two weeks right, now. Right, right. I mean, can I really argue against Brady if that's the case? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know it's Brady. I like. I, yeah. So it, it it wouldn't surprise me. Let me put it to you that way. And yeah, Jameis best... Winston is campaigning to play in the in the Saints yeah. game. Yeah, he's I still dealing he back that yeah. foot issue. Yeah. 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 Um, that's me. That's just sometimes as, as a as a pro, you know what you need. You need you you know what you know what your body needs to do. You know what your mindset needs. You know that's I mean that's that's absolutely Brady saying I want to play. That's the only reason why he's playing. If if he was like, if he's like, I don't want to play, he wouldn't play at all. But since he's playing, then all the starters will play. There's no question they'll play. I still don't know what Ryan Jensen's injury is. What is his status? Yeah, I don't know where that stands. I I think that they they were encouraged that it wasn't as bad as they initially thought. But I don't even know what is the injury. It was some kind of leg, right? It was some kind of leg, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, they've had – so this that is what three or four different offensive linemen, um, including two guys, one retired, right? Two two left, uh, and then the two the, the Jensen and the other the other injury. They've had a you know they're not quite the Giants, but they're not that far off with the offensive line. 
I mean, they've had a lot of problems and a lot of guys missing are going to be missing from last year's team. Yes, absolutely. That's why I'm so, that's just why I'm surprised and shocked that, um, that Brady said he's playing. I mean, Ryan Jensen is his guy. That's his boy. That's his, you know, that's, that's the guy that's going to go out and fight a brick wall for him. Mm-hmm. And with him not being there, he, they're trusting the guy. I mean, I, I don't even know who the backup is. Yeah. Well, that, the problem that they also have is if this was anybody, but Brady, you'd almost write the season off, but he, because he can get rid of the ball so quickly, <laughs> you know, they maybe, maybe he can counter it. Uh, but yeah, I just, I wonder even, it, even with his speed and, and it, ability to get rid of the ball, if it, it doesn't bite them. So they're, I'm pulling up their depth chart, Barrett. They're uh, Robert Hansey. Robert Hansey, who got hurt too. Yeah, yeah, he did get hurt. And then it is. I think he's back though. He's back. Yeah, though. John Molchan. Yeah, Molchan is the backup is. center from uh, Boise State. Yeah, you still have Donovan Smith. You have uh, Luke Gedke. You have Shaq Mason and Tristan Wirfs, who's banged up too. Yep, Luke Gedke. Luke Gedke is uh, Levante uh, David. You got like too. 15 players that are that are nicked up. So. When he said healthy starters, that tells me that means the starters are playing. They're hardly playing in this game. Well, Mike Evans, will, Mike, Mike Evans will play. Julio Jones will play, and that's who he's going to be primarily uh, looking for. Well, Julio um, needs to play. Yeah, um, and that's another reason why you know Russell Gage he'll play. Um, that's a great pickup by them too. That's a that's a uh, yeah. He's going to be great for pickup. Them. Yeah, that's, he's that's, gonna that's, be really that's a that's that flew below the radar. You know, Russell Gage going there. You're right. Uh, yeah, Scotty right. Miller. Scotty Miller's going to play. Yeah. And, um, and by play, it could be a series. It could be a quarter. Yep, yep, I think it's yep. probably going to be a quarter if Brady really is making this kind of stink to play. Uh, Cyril Grayson. Grayson yeah. was pretty good at Dallas. And then yeah. after that, it's all rookies. You know, I don't even get myself worked up about the Eagles. Like, I don't even th- think about them not playing their starters. Last game or this. Right. Game. I, I'm just I'm <laughs> beyond no. Heck no. You know, I'm beyond it. I, I, and part of it is. I've seen the decimation of these other teams yep. with injuries yep. and, and I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. And, and I'm also expecting, and we're not, none of us are going to be happy about it or deal with it. Well, but a little sloppiness that first week or so, yep. it's going to, it's going to be there when you don't play the way that these guys haven't played there. It's just, it's par for the course. Now it's almost like the, the teams just accept that that's what it's going to be. And you know, it, it, that's just the culture of how you know, and it's not just the Eagles that are doing it. It's, it's no, a it's lot not. of the NFL. You know, a lot of NFLs are basically walking their ways through camp, knowing that everybody's doing the same thing. So they're going to be accepting of how sloppy the pay, play will be. Um, a lot of penalties, you know. But hey, we're just spoiled here. We love football. No you know, we'll take the bad just because we know how good it can be. Yep. Once the average, right. the, the play doesn't iron itself out usually until like about the fourth or fifth week of a season. Yep. And it took the Eagles to the eighth week to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Geared mm-hmm. offense geared in the right direction. It did. All right. We're coming back with Jason Avant. We will continue the <laughs> Eagles discussion with the former Eagles wide out now doing some analyst work. We're looking forward to talking to Jason. Had him on uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month. Uh, so we'll dig back into all the, uh, the Eagles uh, comings and goings when we return with Jason. You don't want to go anywhere. We are Sports Take. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem you may face. So, do you have any type of tree issues in your yard or on your property? If you do, we're just a quick phone call away. 
They're experts at trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, and tree pruning. Keep in mind, this is key. We're right there in that hurricane season, right, right in that, that, that time of year. Now's a great time to have your trees evaluated. I know I had some older trees on in the front of my property that were dangerous. I, quite frankly, I get a lot of wind and branches would come down. They could hit cars. They could hit people. They could hit your house. You want to get that cleaned up before this time of year hits, before the snow hits, and it's hanging on your trees. Now's the time. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more info or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call, 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online, FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Friends, 
Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Thursday doing our thing. Uh, Jason will be joining us, Jason Avant. Momentarily, we will talk to the former Eagles wideout about all happenings with the Eagles, the receivers uh, situation, the offense in general, what he saw last year, what he hopes to see this year. Uh, curious to get his take on the open practices, uh, whether or not he thinks they're valuable, more valuable than preseason games. You know, Jason was an interesting guy because he was certainly always in that in that mix, starter, third guy, whatever, played special teams, um, but was never, you know, sort of a lock. Like he, Jason got time in preseason games, maybe sometimes when the, you know, with the second, third stringers, et cetera. So he he kind of knows, he, he towed both lines of that uh, when it comes to, came to his career. So uh, I'd be curious to see where he stands on the on the starters, not playing for the Eagles, but right, right. playing in some other areas. You know, he brings a, an interesting perspective. So we'll talk to Jason in a little bit. I want, to know, um, I want to know what he's going to say about Jalen Rager and um, the mere fact that he's been getting outplayed by other guys and still with possibly an opportunity to still make the team and other other guys that deserve to be there won't be there. Yeah. I, yeah. Look, I, I think it's fair, Barrett. I mean, how much, you know, we keep going back to having these discussions with there's the cap hit, there's where he was taken versus okay is he the best player for this for that spot for yes. that you know you know and that's really what it amounts to you know should it be that way yes is it that way oftentimes or or sometimes no sometimes that doesn't matter Sadly. there's nothing about there's nothing fair about the nfl no you know what I'm saying? there's nothing fair about it no um, fair league yeah, you know, so, you know, they, they say it's hard, but it's fair. Well, it's not fair. You know, um, money plays a major difference uh, in, in a player's uh, ability to be on a team or be off a team. Whether uh, you he's know, playing I, or he's not playing. Well, I always I always look at it. How, I think the ones who really get screwed are the vets who are make their minimum is higher than what a younger guy is. But, you know, the vet can give you more, especially if you're a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. They can help you more than the rookie can this year, that one year. But you're going to go with the young guy because he's cheaper. Yep, you get yep. more cap space. Well, and it and is is also vice versa. Um, an older player that's better, and they draft a younger player. Well, sometimes screw the older player. You know, it happened to myself. You know, a lot of the times where I knew I was better than the guy that was in front of me. They knew I was better than the guy in front of me. And when they brought me in to tell me, all right, you know. You're not starting, but this is the reason why you're not starting. You're by far the better player, but this guy's the future. And wow. they made, you know, and they, and they talked to me about it. You know what I'm saying? They, they let me know. Pittsburgh, they were very fair about how they talked to me, how they treated me. They let me know. Barry, we know you're the better player. We know you should be starting, but you know the nature of this business. We bring you back every year, number one, because we're going to, we know we're going to get from you. But number two, you understand uh, your place on this team. You know we want you to coach these younger guys up so he gets to be as good as you are. But you also understand that the reason why you are here is because you can get those guys going in the right direction while you're here. Yeah, that's so a double-edged sword to me. Yeah, That sounds I mean, like years ago when all these technology companies out in Seattle and the Washington area decided they were going to uh, farm out all of their work overseas. And the existing employees were told, if you want your severance packages, if you want your money, up, you will train your replacements. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> right, you, right, right. You are being asked to train your replacements. 
That's that's. I, I've had some interesting experiences like that in. Oh in, yeah, in I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Interesting is a good word for it. Look, I, I think it applies to a lot of places. If you're if you're making a certain number, and companies are looking to cut back. Uh, you know, you're, you're on the chopping block and it's not a reflection of your, of what you're bringing to the table. It's a reflection of a bottom line. Uh, and that's a, that's an unfortunate situation. Now the, we, you guys brought up a good point earlier. Um, the the Eagles were willing to take a massive hit on Carson Wentz. Little bit of a different situation, considering who he was, considering the position that he played, considering what it would have done to the team had he still been here. Right. Uh, Regger, it's not going to be the same kind of uh, stink that would have gone on if he was like, let me put it this way. If Regger makes the team, I think people would say probably doesn't deserve to be here, but it's not going to be the end all be all because the Eagles receiver position has AJ Brown, has Devontae Smith, has Quaz Watkins, has Zach Pascal. And we're going to be focused on that, that actually they have some good players and, and a good collective group rather than Regger. You're going to say, eh, it's kind of BS he made it, but it's not the end of the world for, for as far as public pushback goes. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just a little bit different there. And as much as I hate to say this, because I don't think he's good at it. The one tool he does have in the, uh, you, you know, in the toolbox is he can return a punt. And there isn't anybody who's standing out right now who can do that. So you can somewhat justify it. See, I'm, I'm looking at a tweet that Rager just put out 18 hours ago. It said, no time for distractions. Keep hustling, keep battling. I don't think I don't I don't think we're questioning his, his work ethic. Um, I think he's out there, but but the bottom line, which is everybody wants to know, is why is he not getting results? Why isn't it getting better? Why was it two why, catches for sixteen yards the other day? Yeah. Why hasn't he hands down from last year to this year just seized the moment as their number one punt returner? Why hasn't he shown that he should consistently be in the conversation? to stay with this team instead of being on that bubble of whether he makes the team or not. So what is he not getting in results? He's out there working. He's lifting weights. He's showing up. He's running through the drills like every other wide receiver. What is he lacking in the results, Mr. Brooks? Well, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm going to, you know, well, let's ask the expert because he's ready. All right. to the expert. Let's bring up Jason Avad, Jason Avad, who played the position there at the highest is. level. First off, man, welcome you. back, Jason. Good to see you. Hey, Rob, Derek, how you doing, Barry? Everybody good? Yeah, yeah good, good, yes, good, man. Jason, we're good. Uh, and I'm sure you heard a little bit of this debate w- when you yeah. jumped in uh, that we were having with Ray. I guess th- the question is, and Derek, I think, summed it up really well. Nobody's questioning the effort that he's putting in this year, right? But we, we really aren't seeing a ton of results. And it's very limited in what you see anymore anyway with preseason and whatnot. But where do you where do you stand on where things are with him? Well, he's had the best camp that he's had all year, uh, or in, in his career, um, not all year, but the best camp that he's had in his career. So it is getting better. Um, the fans are not seeing the results on the field in this preseason, but but he's definitely playing better than he has in the past. Jalen Rager's um, issue when it comes to to just receiver playing the National Football League goes back to his ability to not be able to make people move out of their spot. Whenever you see him break, he's always he always has someone near him at the catch point. So it's always a contested catch. He's either getting pushed out late or the ball is overthrown or it has to be some heroic catch in order for him to make a play. And that usually tends to be that he's losing at the line of scrimmage. 
and the guys that can win at the line of scrimmage, the Devontae Smiths, the Jerry Judys, Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams is the best in the league at it. Those guys win at the line of scrimmage. And if you don't win at the line of scrimmage, it's going to make your hard, your job extremely hard. You have to have otherworldly hands in order to win in this league without that. And when I say otherworldly hands, we're talking about Larry Fitzgerald, who had a problem at times winning at the line of scrimmage. But he was such an amazing catcher at the catch point. And Jalen Rager is not Larry Fitzgerald. So, so Jason, let me ask you this, because you and I have talked about this a number of times, and I've heard you on different platforms talk about this. You have always admitted, that, hey, look, I was not the most gifted receiver out there, but you were not going to outwork me. You were not going to move me uh, out of being in a conversation of and making it difficult for an organization to keep me. So is it, what is, is it more of a mindset? What, what goes into that equation when you know you have to work that much harder than that guy standing next to you, even though you feel that you're producing better than him? I think I think it's that question is kind of loaded for me because it all depends on where you're from. It all okay. depends on your past. It all depends on a, a bunch of those things. Me being a fourth round pick and me feeling like no one respected my game and actually right. what I had to overcome so much growing up, it was an automatic, um, you know, fuel to the fire for me. These guys always don't have this. Jalen Rager's been the most talented guy on every team that he's ever been on. That's okay. not true for me. So we, I, I can't speak to his mindset. Maybe he knows what hard work is, but doesn't know it from the from you know a alley perspective. Whereas you and it's this guy, and it's just you and him, and you have to overcome the, these guys. And, and and so so I don't know what hard work is to him. But when it comes to getting better at your craft and making people move out of their spot, some people are better at, better at it than others. And um, if you've never had to do that, it's going to take you multiple years to do it. And unless you're a great athlete, I can think of some of those guys like Percy Harvin didn't really get, get much man-to-man -man coverage in college, Jer Jeremy Macklin. But they were such great athletes that they were able to overcome it. I don't necessarily know if, if Jalen Rager is that level of athlete but I hope he is. I want him to do well. I want him to do well also. Yeah. But in the same breath, I go out and I watch practice. And I see guys that have it. I see guys that, you know, are, are, are at another level. You know, you got Smitty. It's just a great route runner. He understands how he has – the best way for him to catch a ball is if he creates separation. So yeah. that's what he does. Then he has a, another example he can watch is a guy like A.J. Brown. He knows he's gifted as far as being able to have a – I, I said you know, most people say 50-50 catch radius. His yeah. is 70, 70, 30. Yeah. He can just debo receivers and take the ball. So those are two prime examples on how you need to go out there and run your routes and, 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 and try to find that balance of what you need to do. I don't see him working on those type of things. So to me, I'm thinking to myself, if I lack something, <clears throat> I would work on it. I can remember sitting back and I would go back and watch – I hate to say that, but I would go back and watch film on Eric Williams watch his game, Anthony Munoz. I would watch players that were all world and implement some of what they had to my game, which made me a better player than I really was because I'm doing things that I saw work and it started working for me. Why is he not taking yeah. the example from guys like that that are tangible right there in front of him and he trying to use that implement to his game? Yeah, he has that. My person was Webster Slaughter. 
Like I got a Webster starter mm-hmm. one on one. Oh, good call. Oh, it. Cleveland Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a Webster starter. I got in my hands the hold of a Webster starter, and it changed my game forever. I never mm. had to worry about separation ever again. Mm. And I saw how Jerry Rice stole a lot of his his techniques. Um, and Jerry and I had Jerry Rice tape as well. And and that Jerry Rice tape, I actually uploaded uploaded when I was a coach there. I uploaded the Jerry Rice tape and a Webster Slaughter tape to 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 the receiver profile. So I know that they have those tapes and I, you know, mentioned wow. them multiple times. So um I think I think when you're when you're ultra gifted and you're ultra talented, it's kind of too late to get to the pros and start learning how to work. Mm. Wow. wow, that's an interesting that's profound, point. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. that's a great let, let me ask you something, uh, Jason, as a guy who, so, who so, had so, to, well, Hold on, Rob, because yeah, when, when you say like Devontae Smith, he, he had superior coaching in college in comparison to TCU. Huh. Um, some of the best receivers. And then he had Saban being a dog to him all the time because if he can treat Julio Jones like, a, like an asshole, so to speak, right? <laughs> um, right, right. And yeah. everybody else, the Calvin Ridley's, the Amari Cooper's, everyone else that falls in line after it, there's a standard there. So there, there's a comfort with hard coach, and I don't necessarily know if, if, if Breaker had that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. If you could impart advice advice to him, uh, Jason, what would you say to him? Is, is it a matter of that, or are we, are we beyond that at this point? I, I think personally, I think that he needs to change the scenery. I think that thank you. That's what I said. Thank you. I think it's too deep of a hole in the city of Philadelphia because I think that the mindset has already been determined by the fans and the culture, maybe even the organization. This type of player that's so finicky and so sensitive does not work in this town. Hmm. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. And I had if I have any advice that for him to salvage it, if he can come out, I've never seen anyone in his situation turning around. Have you guys? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. No, not from a football perspective. I don't, I don't. I don't know many. I don't know many that that has been able to turn it around in in his situation. And um, so, what I would say to him, if 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 he were, if he did have the mindset, hey, I want to make it work in this city, is the first thing I do is just shut up. Out it out. Just shut up. Let someone else run your social media. Don't attack fans. Don't send subliminal messages. Just go on about your day, let it go, turn off your radio, turn off your, your social media account or whatever it is you have to do. Um, and then get to the point where you're not a sense because if you're a sensitive um, person when it comes to social media, you not think that he's sensitive when the coaches are giving him correction? Mm. Great point. That's See, a great point. That's why I wanted him on today. See, Telling that's you. why. You know what I mean? Point. Because it's, you can't turn that on and off. You can't turn on and off winning. You can't turn it off work ethic. You can't turn on turn it on on and off these things. So if that's a chink in his armor, it's showing up in other areas. And if the coach doesn't feel like he can coach you without placating to you or babying you, it's hard for you to get it's hard for you to get better. So I would say to him is that learn how some way to take constructive criticism, not as an attack and as um, something that's helping you to get better. I think. Awesome. I think that's that. That's the solution and the remedy for him. Mm. Well, that's, that's that's key, man. Because you know you can't be a, you got to be thick skinned especially here in Philadelphia. Here, Philadelphia is not necessarily one of the best places for rookies to come. You know, in all actuality, you know, because I mean, it's, it's 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 a big city, and they have fans that care. They have fans that that feel a responsibility 
to 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 you to be to be the best fans they can, but in the same thing, they're also asking for you to be the best player you can be. Yeah. And when you're not the best player you could be, the fans can sniff it out. And if they can sniff it out, they they smell blood. They're like sharks in the water. They're going to continue to do that. You can't have thin skin and be here in Philadelphia because I've been I've been around guys that were and didn't make it. But yeah. I also saw you know I had a guy you know that he he didn't have necessarily have thick uh, thick skin, but he understood that this city you know is what it is, and he worked good. That, that was Mike Mamula. He got drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't necessarily play up to expectations, but he also didn't play down to what, you know, everybody was saying he was. But he found that happy median and became a pretty good player here. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you, Barry. And, and, and I think or from an organizational standpoint, I think that the earnest is on the organization not to experiment too much in those first two rounds because – now yeah. you put a player in a situation in this city that is hard to overcome. And I think that the last, you know, the last draft, they kind of stuck with the game plan. Like it's 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 easier to chew if you draft DK Metcalf or you draft Justin Jefferson and they not pan out because it's a consensus around the league and also an overall fan you know, world that those are the best available players now. But if you go in and you experiment and those people don't, um, you know, pan out, not only or from organization standpoint, you look bad, but also it's hell for that player here. Yeah. You look at Marcus Smith, Marcus Smith, the same way. They it's drafted the one to pass rush. I'm not telling you to not do your, your, I think, I think that you experiment in, in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. The first two rounds should be solid. <laughs> Well well Marcus said. Smith was sleep, bro, because he didn't think he was getting drafted to the third round. Yeah. He was sleep on draft day when they woke him up out of sleep to draft him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Jason, hey, let, let me ask you. Uh, I don't know if it was as big when you played, but the open practices have really become the thing. Certainly, in in lieu of even preseason yeah. games. Um, pros cons. Are, are you in favor of their, them sort of becoming more the measuring stick uh, in, in the preparation for the season, or do you think preseason games still have merit? No, I think I think that the open practice is the way to go because you get one less preseason game, so you need to create competitive environments. And based on the way that the team practices with this hour and a half, now you're a, you get together with a coach who could be practicing two hours, so now you guys agree on an hour and a half practice, hour forty five practice, and it's competitive that entire time. So I, I, I firmly agree with um, these practices because of the lack of pure football that's being played. Um, you know, so I agree with it. Now, uh, with that being said, I would not be practicing with, you know, the Patriots. Like, I don't understand the Raiders and the Patriots. You know the Patriots are going to steal the information, right? So, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, there are certain teams that you just like, yo, I'm not doing anything. Because they're going to have a cameraman somewhere still in city. <laughs> and Josh McDaniel should know that better than anybody else, right? Exactly. With the Raiders exactly. now. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it does hurt you. It does hurt you because all those teams keep those that keep that film. Um, they keep that film and, and, and they're going to know a little bit more intimate details about your, your, your protocols and your system. So there could be a chink in your armor somewhere in the future. Like I don't think AFC teams should play AFC teams and, and uh, NFC play NFC. It should be it should be um, you know cross division for sure. Mm. Hey Jason, let me ask you this: How do you feel about what you've seen so far from a Jason Gannon defense? We know it's oh, going Jonathan, to be Jonathan, I'm yeah. Jonathan Gannon. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Jonathan Gannon. We know it's going to be vanilla uh, for the most of the summer, but 
do you have some reservations about what this defense is going to look like with better personnel? Well, you like if anybody's heard me speak about it, I'm I'm you know kind of you know I'm not ultimately high on Jonathan Gannon, um, just the way that he calls defenses. Um, I think that you have to take wins as a defensive coordinator. You can't just sit back and allow players to to um, not uh, allow people to just do what they want. But with better players, it kind of it kind of puts you in a situation where um, your defense can win some one on one matchups. We haven't had that 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 privilege in the past couple of years to win one on one right. matchups consistently, even with our D line at times. And I mean, we've right. always held our D-line as a really, really good D-line, but our D-line consistently last year did not win on win one-on-one matchups. And hopefully with Jordan Davis being in, the, um, being in the middle and being able to eat up two blockers, it kind of puts guys on an island. So hopefully um, he, can, he can get what he wants. But I can tell you this, with this roster and this defense, if we see vanilla defense the entire time and it's not working, the fans are going to be pissed toward the end of the season. So mm. defense better work. It has to because you have no excuses with personnel. All the rumbling is that, you know, you guys, you got guys discontent. You have, I don't have the right people. All that stuff is out the window because this is the most talented, top two, three talented, most defenses in the league. You know, um, yeah. So you got no, you got no excuses. You you may say something about a safety. You may have something with linebacker, but, but all linebackers I played, Stella lights out. Like the linebacker group is, is solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me say this then. Uh, so when you look at this whole situation with this team, the way it was constructed, the way it was built offensively, I think we have enough. Defensively, I know we have enough. Special teams, the only thing that we don't know about. But <clears throat> where do you where where yeah. do you yeah where do you yeah. stack this team as far as in the NFC, not just the NFC East, but the NFC? Talent wise and roster wise, it's it's up there like. It's it's the, the Eagles have a top five NFL roster. Yes, exactly. Like yes. yes, from top to and 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 I and I am right along with the fans when you say when you do a bad job with Howie in the in the front office, they've done an amazing job turning this roster around from a four and twelve team two years ago. Mm. An amazing job, and it does not happen this quickly after losing a franchise quarterback and all those things. It just does not happen this quickly, and they've done it and turned it around really, really fast. So um, this team is a top five overall roster. So if Jalen Hurts plays well, there's no reason to believe that the, that the Eagles cannot win the NFC total. Where are you with him, though? Where are you with, 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 with um, I've liked his progression so far. Um, I have not been um, totally sold on everything about him, but I've liked his progression, and this is where I stand with Jalen. If anybody can overcome the deficit – as a person, as a player, as a person that works hard, is him. Everything that I've seen this summer and everything I've seen at practice um, and or conversations with, with, with people that I hold dear to my heart, I believe that he's trending in the right, the, the right you know, areas. And uh, so I believe that, that he's going to do well enough at the minimum to be a, a playoff team. If he plays really well, Eagles could be going to Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, Jason, what's the best way to get him going early? Uh, he's got another r- unbelievable wide receiver in AJ Brown. We know they leaned heavily on the running game. What would you? How would you like to see them approach it to start the season? Fans are not going to want to hear this, but um, I think that they have their approach the season like they did last year, and you got to give them the chance to throw the ball. We know this team can can dominate you running the ball. 
And I think that the the question mark is him throwing. So he has to get a, a large amount of throws in order to, to, to get this down. And also, when you bring in A.J. Brown, you have Devontae Smith, which is a first round. You have Jalen Rager, which is a first round. You have Quiz. You've invested so many assets at the receiver position over the last three years. How can you not try to throw the ball? Because that's what you want to do from an organization standpoint. That's what you want. They did not want to be the number one team in rushing last year. They did not want that. They wanted to be the number one team in passing. Now, can we lean on that in order to make, you know, wins happen? But in order for him to develop, you got to throw the hell out of the ball the first couple weeks. Got to. Got to, man. And I was uh, I was, I was, was talking to these guys about it. I, I've actually bought in on on Jalen Hurts being able to take this team to another level. You know, we were comparing the two um, the two rosters between Miami and, and, and the Eagles. I feel as though we have the better quarterback, better offense, the better defense. Um, I mean, yeah, they do have the cheetah, man. But you know, that's just one player. Yeah, they have cheetah and Waddle too. You know, you know, I'll take Smitty over there, Waddle. There you go. Day. See, there you go. Tell him, Jason. I'll take Smitty Tell over him. Waddle every single Tell day, him, twice on Sunday. Because who, when they, when he was when when Waddle, listen, I, I love Smitty. I'm not going to yeah. change Waddle though, because Waddle was a num- basically the number one for them last year and had a great season that nobody yeah. knows about. That's had right. No, but I'm saying he, this. When they, were on the same, when they were on the same roster at the same time, who was the number one? I'll wait. That's, that's 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 one. Yeah, he was number one, but it was mainly Not because Waddle was hurt, though. Huh? It was Waddle it was, was mainly hurt. because Waddle was hurt. No, well, he Waddle got hurt towards the end of the season. No, no, my man. No, yeah, look it up. Season. Look it up. Look it up. I'm telling you, Jay. We we. We're going to agree to disagree on this one, but <laughs> what I'm saying, because I, because I, I don't want the Eagles fans or anyone else to think that I, that I'm you know anti Devonte Smith. Right. I love Devonte right. Smith. I love his game. Um, what I'm saying is, is the Eagles overall probably receiver core. You got to give it to them because they got quids and you have like the Eagles literally ha- have eight good enough pros on their on their on their receiver core in order to make this team. They only going to yes. lead with six. So yeah, yes. so top to bottom, they're better. So you say they're going to go in with six. I think, think that they have to go in with six. I think is I think they have to. The reason is 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 that um I think that the um I think that the the kid um I can't Britain is pregnant. Yeah. I think so he may make, Yeah, so, I think he may make the team as a return. But I like Kane though. I mean, why isn't Kane Deion that, Kane's you know, gotta make this team? I mean I, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. I know that they were really, really high on 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 Britain at one point and because of his returnability. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And 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 that's the only way that you make this team at that position. Receivers three through at least well at least four through six, three usually three to six, got to be a valuable asset on special teams. Uh, interesting. Wow. So we were talking about this earlier. You know, you were a guy who who played in your fair uh, amount of preseason games. It, it, the trend's kind of going the other way. Yeah. Tampa's going to play their starters, their healthy guy, including Brady. With yeah. an offensive line that's a little bit sketchy, um, so different strokes for different folks. I get it. Where do you stand on it on, on playing your starters? You know, you know, Brady's old school, so that came down from him. That yeah. wasn't Todd Bowles. That was a Brady, <laughs> right? That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, that right there is just old school. I'm a football player. We play football. We can't, you know, you know, use so many precautions that stops us from playing football, right? right? And uh, 
you have to you have to acknowledge the science behind a lot of these things because they did do research that says you know um early in training camp through the first couple weeks week three of the season that there's a large amount of soft tissue injuries a large amount of you know ligament damage and things like that so they kind of taken back the reins for, from that so as long i don't think it hurt any team the reason i don't is because the other 32 teams, the other 31 teams are usually doing the same schedule that you are. Mm-hmm. And so, so I don't think that it's going to hurt them. Will it be raggedy football for the, for the um, fans the first couple weeks? Yes. <laughs> it'll, it'll, be some, football. It, it'll be some bad football for the first. You're going to see punt returns and kick returns and stuff like that. If, yeah. Well, you may not see that because they moved the kick returns. So you may see punt returns. Yeah, it's because um, you don't get that many kick returns. Kickoff, yeah, you don't get that many kickoffs. But um, yeah. but you may see punt returns. Like so, you'll see some some raggedy tackling and stuff like that. But probably week four or five would be perfect. Interesting. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. I, I look. So, I, I so, think so. I'm. I, I, do I think that this that this generation gets a pass? Yes. But I'm not mad at it. We we collectively bargain for that. We want yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. going to be mad at them. I wanted to be chilling and have an hour practice and not playing a preseason game. I wanted that. So I'm not going to get mad at these young, these young whippersnappers. Jason, I'm so jealous, man, because I'd have played until I was 50. Uh, <laughs> I'm 50, right? I turned 50 in May. I, I'd have played until at least 40. <laughs> at least. I Listen, I think so too, but I think that they would have came out with some situation like they do now. Like they have, they have, they incentivize teams basically to get, you know, their roster younger because they, they got to spend so much of the cap and they don't want to spend their cap on old players. So they make sure that they sign these guys quick, you know, yeah. so we probably would have been out of there for other reasons, not play. I'd have been long snapping. I'd have been I went in and jerseys, you know what I'm saying? I'd been handing out socks, then yeah. practicing, whatever it took. You Donis Haslam of the NFL. That's yeah. right. Just <laughs> signed again for another year. <laughs> Years. I'm like, this dude have played. Uh, he played years. 53. He played 53 why minutes. Why in would the you past name him years. a coach? What do you have to give a roster spot up for him? That's I, what I, I don't know. get. They want, they want to give it. I know the league minimum is probably like two million dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah. He signed a deal for three million. Uh, three million dollars, and he's still on the squad, man. Uh, Jace, we we love talking to you, man. We, oh, we, it's we, always we, great. Well, hopefully, we do it bro. again soon. Always appreciate. You. Yeah, but but we wish you all the best, man. It's oh, good talking. I, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank Stay you, Jace. Okay, yeah, take man. care. All right, all the best. He he has great insights, man. Yeah, he was yeah. re- really good on Rager. Yes, you he's know, a missing man's athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he's exactly right with that, man, because I, 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 I hadn't thought about the aspect of coaching earlier in his career. Bro, they were the worst at TCU, man. Patton was the worst coach ever. I think he's still there. Oh, Gary so, Patterson. I think he's going Patterson. now. Yeah, yeah. He's left. Yeah. And he was the now. worst, man. Never gave a guy a quarterback. Offensively, all he wanted to do, he, he never cared about what happened on the offensive side of the ball. It was all about his defense. He would call the defense himself. He just wanted the defense to be successful. Right. He didn't worry about anything that happened on the offensive side of the ball, which was crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Absolutely. It's like Buddy Ryan was that way with the defensive side, you know, and then the offense. Randall will go figure it out and, and make, let the defense make plays. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so we come back. I'll give you a little update on Bryce Harper and what's going on with him. Uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned the Jeffrey Lurie thing. Uh, the Lakers make a trade, uh, a, a, an NBA rookie with a major injury. Uh, we'll give you an update on the story we talked about yesterday with Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's widow. Uh, I'll tell you what, what happened on this date uh, back in 85. Good birthdays, good movies, all that kind of stuff. Don't go anywhere. 
We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett, Derek, and Rob. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. What's up, everybody? Final segment of the show. Thanks for hanging on this Thursday. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Suggest everybody go to jacobsports.com for all kinds of great content, particularly Eagles content uh, from John McMullen, who we talked to a little bit earlier, but also a great way to link up with our shows and check out the podcast of our interviews that we have done. And, you know, Jason Avant will be there, John McMullen from a little bit earlier as well, if you missed any of it. All right, guys. So uh, first off, Bryce Harper will not play for Lehigh Valley tonight. He's not playing, oh. for the Phillies, not playing for the Phillies either. He's going to work out, chill tonight. My guess is this means you'll see him tomorrow at Citizens tomorrow. Bank Park. That would be my guess. Uh, I think that's the way it's going to play out. But that's it's definite he's not in the lineup and not playing for Lehigh Valley tonight. So uh, there's that. 
He's kind of done okay the first two games, I would say. Uh, um, Five of eight's not good enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. only two home runs and two doubles and six runs driven in. But what you know, whatever. You're yeah, slacking. A walk off, a walk off double. That's yeah, that's all. rusty. <laughs> so uh, I thought this was cool. Jeffrey Lurie is auctioning off his midnight green. The color of it is pretty sweet. Uh, a midnight green Tesla that he owns for the Eagles Radiothon to to raise money for the Eagles Autism Foundation. Uh, which they do an awesome job with that every single year. The amount of money that's raised is is nothing short of amazing, and that's a pr- and and Jeffrey Lurie has spearheaded that. They have an entire department that that strictly uh, works on it for the autism, the Eagles autism. So that tells you how serious they take it and how much money they've raised. So very cool gesture by the uh, by the Eagles owner. I give him props. Well, he's always been so community conscious in a lot of things he's done since he's taken over ownership of this team. He gets his front office involved. He gets his players involved every year. He has them out in the community mingling with people. They're out there painting and they're out pulling weeds and planting trees. And, you know, so I give him I give him kudos on that. And the fact that he's selling his Tesla for charity, that's an awesome idea. It's just I'm not buying a, a I'm not buying a green car, but you know the fact it's that, like it's like a black it's like a black green it's like a dark I understand dark. it I understand there's only two color cars that I buy in my life and that's silver and black either a silver car that's the only cars I buy silver or black it's just that every other color I'm like eh, okay all right you know especially a Tesla uh, you know I, 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 Teslas are interesting cars but I'm not I'm not a Tesla guy because you're gonna pay whoever buys that car is gonna pay some big money you got some deep pockets to pay buy a Tesla yeah. man you no got bear you got bear Brooks pockets to buy a Tesla. I'm just knew, throwing it out there. You knew it was bro. coming. Yeah, bro, I, I'm I just saying. Tesla, bro. All my cars are old, bro, that I've had for a very, very long time. That he uh, upkeeps himself. So, yes. yeah. I yes. got you. Yeah. Hey, you heard J- Jason Avon said Bear got like 20 jobs. Him him, right. him got ch- 20 jobs, man. No, bro. No. I got a 20 jobs that just don't pay enough. That's why he's <laughs> doing it. sounds like the story of my life. Yeah. Right. 50 jobs that don't pay anything. All right. Anyway, uh, just kidding. So uh, the Eagle, the Lakers make a trade. They traded Patrick. Be- they're getting Patrick Beverly in a trade for Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so Beverly, who who had spent up up until last year when he was in Minnesota, was with the Clippers for a long time. So he goes back to L.A. Uh, so the, basically, the Lakers after this season are going to have two guys on the books: LeBron and Anthony Davis. Every single other player can become a free agent after that. That's where they're looking. They're almost, I don't know, punting is the right word, but when you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, you're not punting, but they're sort of punting this year. And they're looking at the following year, 23, where they can really go crazy in the free agent market. Yeah, that's going to be tough because when you put in Beverly, you put in Westbrook as far as being the uh, point guard. I mean, who, who, how does that work out? Uh, great, great question. I mean, Beverly is going to be your dog, your defending you know, nudge, get on everybody's nerves. But he's going to get on everybody on his team's nerves. Including also. Westbrook. Those yeah, two will be at each other's right. throats. That's they all right, hate though. each other. They yeah. hate each that's other. All right. That's all right because see, that's the one thing that the Lakers lacked was swag. They need that. They lack that swag. They, they lack that dog mentality. LeBron James is one of the greatest players in history. That that Lakers team, man, had no identity. That identity was bland. You being in a Patrick Beverly, he's going he's gonna to step everybody's game up. He's going to get under your skin as an opponent. He's going to get under his teammate's skin, but he's going to play his game, and he's a very good defender. He can shoot the jumper, and he can also defend, and that's what the Lakers needed. You put him with Anthony Davis and LeBron, I like that trio. You yeah. know, We don't yeah. know whether they're going to have much beyond that, but I like that trio. I think Russell Westbrook's better days have passed him, have been for a while. Way past. But, but Patrick Beverly – 
Patrick Beverly is going to bring that dog mentality to training camp and to games. Yeah, that's a it's a great point. That's for sure. Um, all right, so this is this one's tough. Chet Holmgren, who was the second overall pick for Oklahoma oh, City. Yeah, yeah, man. Liz Jeez. Frank done for the year, man. Oh, uh, here's here's the thing I don't understand. You get these guys all have these contracts, and there's a million different clauses. Barrett, you know this. They don't want you riding a motorcycle in the offseason or doing this or doing that, right? But a lot of these NBA guys, and I know a lot of these games are charity, so I, I get that. It's in, their hearts are in the right place. But they play in these like charity games in these pro. This yeah. happened in a pro am game. Pro am game, yeah. And and, he, and it was a slippery fo- floor in Seattle, and and the kid you know ends up getting a Liz Frank. Like that investment is way way too much for me to allow this kind of stuff to happen, man. But on this defense, you know, I mean, LeBron was playing in the same tournament. Also. I know. I I think it's risky for all these guys. I'm not telling. I want them working out. I want them trying to get better at their game. I get it, but it's uh, maybe there's a fine line there somewhere. Um, it's, it's kind of different when you talk about that basketball because basketball you grew up playing anywhere, everywhere. It didn't matter what time it was, man. If there was a court somewhere and the lights were on, if it was dark outside or, you know, it could be in the middle of the day, early in the morning, you always were able to play basketball because, you know, you can always find 10 people to play. So I think it's different in that aspect. It's not like, you know, the NBA where you, you know, NFL where you got to put pads on all that stuff. It's one of the true sports you can play anywhere and at any time, man. So, um, that's the only way you get better is by playing, man. So I understand that um, you can get hurt at any time, but I mean that's that's de- that's how you work out. Yeah. You work out playing basketball for uh, when you when you do play, you know. So it's, it's different to me. Yeah, I, I, I feel I like I like we talked. I about do also. Injury. I feel yeah. bad for the kid. So anyway, he never even gets a chance to play one game this year. So uh, he's out for the year. Um, uh, this one we talked touched on yesterday on a, on a more of a serious note here. Vanessa Bryant was awarded sixteen million dollars. Over the the crash photos uh, of of her husband Kobe and her daughter Gigi that was disgracefully passed around uh, to people right. who who did not need to see them uh, among the sheriff department and some other departments as well in Los Angeles. What do you, what do you mean they they passed them around? They they passed what 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 photos were they? The photos of the crash site. Photos of the crash like like. Like pictures of the charred bodies and all this. Well, I never saw that, man. I never wanted to. See. Why would you even want to see? I that? don't know who who no, would no. who would want to see that. What what sicko would want to see that? I don't know. I I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm glad. Uh, you know, it doesn't help her bring anybody back. But at least there was some no. justice done for uh for for what went down. And the one of the other people who lost their lives, whose photos were passed along, got got similar kind of money. So. uh you know, if it's any solace for them, but whatever. Jeez, I mean, that's I just, crazy, yeah. It's just, oh my goodness. Human beings, man. That's why I like dogs. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I'm <laughs> right. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oof. So anyway, um, all right. On a lighter note, let, let, I'll give you a good one. 1985 guys, Dwight Gooden, then a pitcher with the Mets becomes the youngest pitcher ever to win 20 games in a season. He was still 20 years old. That's 20 right. years old. Wow. And won 20 games that's right. in crazy. 1985. What what a what a machine he was! What what ability he had! It's a shame he you know kind of fell off the the beaten path a little bit with some of the things he was up to. But what a talent! And hey, Strawberry, Gooden. we're getting it in. Him, yeah, they, it, there was a lot man, going on there. Yeah, his fast, his fastball and his breaking pitch was Ooh. off the charts at twenty years old, man. Nasty. I mean, off the ta- his breaking pitch is off the table, man, and with velocity too. Yes, you know, not not off speed fastballs. I'm talking about hard stuff. No, he man. yeah, straight gas. Oh my. Goodness, 
no, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. He was nasty. And that would, and then of course the next year he's 21 and, and helps lead the Mets to win a world series in 1986. So uh, pretty cool, man. Pretty cool stuff there from, uh, from good. All right. We got some, uh, we got some awesome birthdays here. Some oh, really yeah. good ones. Yeah. Let's start with Sean Connery. Sean Connery was born in 1930, passed away uh, a couple of years back, but uh, you know, bond and, I mean, where do we start? How many, the, the roles are just endless that this guy had. Uh, Stop right there. I'm glad you brought him up first. For as successful as Sean Connery was, uh, were you going to add anything else to Sean Connery no, first no, of all? No, no Okay. All right. This is what fascinated me about Sean Connery. You guys understand how much money he lost. Gave he lost. Up. Now get this. He turned down roles in the Harry Potter series. He turned down roles in the Matrix Trilogy series. Now, here's the biggie. He w- they asked him to be the Gandalf for the Lord of the Rings series. He they said no to that? Huh? He said he no said, to that? Well, now, no, no, not only did he say no to that, now they offered him $15 million plus 15% of the worldwide oh, gate ooh. receipts. He get, it came out to four hundred and fifty million dollars. He turned down. Oh my God! Really? Four hundred and fifty. So think about that. Three series that would have put him probably close to seven eight hundred million dollars. He turned down. That's got to be the hardest thing as an actor. If you're a you know, well it could be anybody really. But role the ones that you let get away, the ones you turn down, the ones you could have had. You know, there's got to, that's got to just eat away at you. I was just thinking to myself, maybe I should start turning stuff down and let it get away because I don't turn (laughs) anything down with my collar. What you need? Okay, then. It's got to be at three o'clock in the morning. All right, I'll be there. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hear you. I hear you. Let me ask you guys this. He was the original James Bond. He was starred in seven James Bond movies between 62 and 83. Was he the best James Bond? Yes. I, I, yeah. I liked him a lot as a James Bond. Think about, think about how, what's in here. Daniel, what's his name? Daniel, um, the actor. He was one of the James Bonds. Um, yeah, Pierce oh Brosnan, Roger Moore. Yep. Roger Moore. Yep. Um, yeah. Was he? But he was the original, the best. I think he's. I think he's the goat Bond. I do. I my favorite. My, my, my favorite role for his him is Untouchables. No question. I loved him in Untouchables. Man. He won an Academy <laughs> Award for that. Yeah, he was a badass in Untouchables, man. He was great in that. Um, all right, so there. That's it. They, they so, wanted. Um, they they wanted interest to be a James Bond. I thought he would have been good. Yeah, yeah. They wanted him to, but they never. It never came to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they wanted him to be one. I thought he would be really good. Uh, Blake Lively, thirty-five years old, married yeah. to Ryan Reynolds. I've uh, been yeah. in a lot of stuff. Blake Lively, Tim Burton, one of the great directors, sixty-four years young. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, who's a really good yeah. uh, actor, character actor. Really 46. good actor, yeah. yeah. True He's Blood. Did you guys ever watch the True Blood series on HBO? I never True saw Blood. True Blood. You never watched True Blood? No. I don't remember True Blood. Go back and watch it. Oh, he's in. Yeah, he's 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 in that, right? He's Let me the, see. He's the main, main, main character in that one. In okay, that one. I got to check that out. Uh, well, Gene Simmons of Kiss, Barrett's favorite group, is 73 wow. years old. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, is he still married to Shannon Tweed? I think so, man. No, I, I said, know. how is he still married? To oh, Shannon my Tweed? man now kicked his coverage. I know. I, I don't oh, know. Goodness. Yes. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart, yeah. Miley's oh, yeah. dad, sixty-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Rachel Bilson, actress, is 41. Rachel Ray, the chef and talk show yep. host, is 54. Regis Philbin uh, was born on this day in 1931. Elmer Bernstein, the great yep. uh, composer, 1918. Elvis Costello uh, is 68. Claudia Schiffer, former supermodel, who yep. was in that group with, uh, you know, like Cindy Crawford and that crew, is uh, 52. Yes. Do you know? Do you know she was in the Guinness Book of World Records? No. She was on the cover of a thousand magazines in her career. Oh what? God. In the wow. Guinness Book of World Records for being on the cover of a thousand magazines. That was the height of the supermodels then. Like that oh, was the, yes. the late eighties, early nineties. It was. Oh my god. They were making. Was, um. They were making insane. crazy money. Yeah. Um. I can remember this one girl that um. She was making. She was making like a hundred dollars an hour, and I thought that was something. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, she blew up and like she it was, it'd be like a hundred dollars a minute now. She was making Hell upwards yeah. of like like you know fifty million dollars a year. Yep. Yeah. That's well that crazy. what was the the talk for a long time was Giselle, you know, is the breadwinner with Tyler yeah, Reed. Yeah. Yeah. She was oh, making yeah. like eighty or ninety million dollars a mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Yeah. Supermodels, oh, yeah. uh, they get paid. They get paid. Uh do 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 who else? Uh Tom Skerritt, who was uh a good I'm good scared. actor. Yep. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's 89. He was in the, the original Top Gun. He was the uh you know one of the instructors. Robert Ori, Big Shot Bob, is 52 years old uh yep. today. Althea Gibson, uh pioneer, groundbreaking tennis player, uh yep. was born in 1927. Marvin Harrison, Philly's own Philly's own young. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. Uh I wonder what he's Catholic. doing now. Uh, I don't know. I whatever he wants to do, whatever he he's, wants to do. Yeah, yep. he's uh, I mean, he's got his gold jacket, man. So he pretty much does what he wants to do. I yep. tell you well, what, he, though, I, off some of that off the field stuff he was involved in, it was man, sketchy stuff, man. Yeah, right. Yep. His kid is going to be a great player this year because he's it's now his turn. He got to get a little taste in the uh, I think it was the Rose Bowl last mm-hmm. year when some guys decided they Ohio weren't going to play. Right? Yeah, oh, as a yeah. true freshman, but now he's going to be a sophomore. Look out! He's, yep. you're right. He's, he's bigger. He's bigger and faster than his dad. My man can play. Yeah, he he was a uh, he was a great player at St. Joe's Prep. He played with Trotter's kid at St. Joe's yep. Prep. Uh, t- t- did I miss any Gunner? Yeah, you missed yeah. Barrett. Kel, Kel from Kenan and Kel, man. Kenan oh, and Kel. Yes, <laughs> yes. Good call. Good call. Kenan. Kenan's been on Saturday Night Live for forty-seven years. I think. What? I think. It feels like about no. fifty. No, man. you said no, about fifty years. I, it's at least uh, twenty. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, he's he's been on forever, man. He's yeah, been on good there for forever. him. I think he's hilarious. Um, you missed uh, one of the most controversial figures in the history of our country. Oh. George Wallace, the 45th governor of Alabama. Mm. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, no, no, same here. Pro-segregation. No. Yeah, pro-segregation. No. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, movie, unless I miss any more, I'll move on to movies here. We got, yeah, okay. movies. All right. we got one classic, Wizard of Oz, man. I mean, come on. You, you, we're talking goat. Which type. one? The, yeah. the original. The original, nineteen thirty nine. I still watch it today. Absolutely, and and they had to they had to switch it over to 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 color. It was yeah, black color and white. Yeah, yep. yep. It was the original, right? Wasn't that the first ever movie seen in color? I think it was. Yeah, yep. yes. yep. yeah. So, you know, Buddy Ep- Buddy Epson, who played uh, Uncle uh, Uncle Jan on Beverly Hillbillies, was the uh, he was the, supposed to be the original Scarecrow, um, and either the Scarecrow or the the Tin Man. And the reason he didn't get the job was because the makeup they used that caused his skin to break out. He was allergic to the makeup or something like that. 
Oh, but really? he was supposed to be, yeah, he was supposed to be the original, one of the original uh, three of the either Scarecrow or the Tin Man. Whoa, I, whoa, didn't he, I think on. he ended up being like the lion. Was he still in it or no? No, Buddy Epson was not in it. No. Oh, I thought he was in it. Okay, all right. There's yeah. only one Scarecrow, man. That's Mike, man. Michael Jackson. That was the only Scarecrow. In the Wiz. Nick is rebel points it out. The Wiz, 1978. Uh, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, oh, my goodness. Bring It On, the movie Bring It On with uh, Gabrielle Union. 2000. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's iconic, man. This you know, we got, like, got yep. people back into being cheerleaders, bro. That's right. Uh, Desperado 1995 with Antonio Banderas. Banderas, yes. Was Selma Hayek in that one? I th- I think she was. I hope she was. I don't know. <laughs> I hope she was. <laughs> still strong, by the way. Yes, no question. I second yes. emotion. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Any, uh, any other bur- uh, movies I'm missing here? Mm, that's it. No, that's yeah, it. it was man. Not, you hit other it. Other than those, that was not a great, uh, great movie uh, uh, day. That's for sure. Uh, today. Um, all right. So here's what we have coming. I got the Phillies in Game Four tonight against the Reds. They go for the sweep tomorrow. And Noel on the mound, coming off a bad outing last time he pitched against the Mets. Tomorrow, uh, he can't lose tonight. He can't. No, lose finish it off. I, I know they're up three zero. I know they already won the series, but you got to keep beating these bad. Teams. No, I'm just saying, just Nolan in general, man. That dude needs some good luck, man. Yes. I mean, come up, man. You cannot lose to Cincinnati. Two teams you cannot lose to are Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. They cannot. suck. Yeah, they suck. Royally. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Philly's back at it. As we mentioned earlier, the Eagles will go through, you know, just essentially a walkthrough, and then they play the game on Saturday. It's it's going to be a game to see who makes the team, who maybe gets that third spot uh, or and or who's going to be on a practice squad. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. If you're looking for anything more, you're you're going to be really disappointed. I, you know what I'm, I want to see? What is Carson Strong? Let the dude yes. run. Let him right. go. Right. Let him play a half, man. Just let yeah. him play a half. What was that? You bring him in for two minutes and he throws exactly. it once? Matter of fact, you know what? I'd give him three quarters in this game. I would too. Yeah. And the other thing I would I, I want to see is, you know, let Devin Allen run you know, like nine routes, like yeah, every single play. Let, let me go. just see him run and throw it up. <laughs> yes, just let him all, go. That's all I want. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at uh, there. As far as the Sixers go, it's it's been kind of all quiet ever since the Durant stuff was squashed and he's going to stay in Brooklyn other than uh, James Harden posting pictures of himself. He's skinny Harden again, as, as Tyrese Maxey called him. So, you know, we're waiting for camp, which isn't that far away as we eke in, into September here. So that's pretty much uh, where things are with that. And again, we'll, we're, we'll be back at it uh, tomorrow. So Gunner, your status a little bit up in the air. A little bit tomorrow. up in the air. Um, yeah. Um, they're going to induce my daughter tonight at 9 PM okay. at, uh, at the hospital. And hopefully little uh, Eli will be here shortly. Um, Eli Barrett. Eli Robert. what? Eli Barrett, Robert. Let's see. Eli. Yes. Barrett. Definitely not Robert. Sorry, you got to pass on this. Maybe no, a, right. that's a maybe, but I, I ain't never anybody close to me in my family be called Barrett because I do not want to mention his name. Barrett Elijah sounds like a great name, bro. I agree with you. It just Barrett runs, Elijah. It flows off the tongue. Yeah, yeah, it flows off the tongue, doesn't it? Flows. You know what? It it does. It, off the it, it does for many children in America, not any associated <laughs> to me. Yes. On that note, yeah. All right, We're, that'll do it yeah. for us. I want to thank Danny yeah. Krause, producer of the program. Can't get to me. You cannot get to me this everybody week. Everybody in yeah. the chat room. Uh, I'm in a happy place. Everybody listening. Namaste, Derek Gunn. Uh, listen, Thank all you. the best in all seriousness. All the best to, to your daughter. Appreciate yeah, it, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And everything will go smoothly. Uh, you know, 
We know that. So uh, don't go anywhere. National Football Show with Dan Cilio. He's got you for three hours. And uh, we'll be back in some form tomorrow at noon Eastern for three hours of power. Thank you, everybody. That'll do it for Derek, for Barrett, for Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Have a great day, everybody. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.